it's a new year, y'all. And for me, I've never been one to do resolutions. I do solutions. And for the past almost two years, I've been drinking AG1 every single day. Thanks to my brother, Dr. Andrew Huberman, who turned me on to this incredible product. Every day, every morning, no exceptions. Just one scoop and a glass of water. They also make packs that you can travel with. That's been very, very helpful for me as a active touring person having these packets with me all around the world has been really really helpful so if you're a musician or somebody that is always on the go the travel packs are incredible ag1 delivers my daily dose of vitamins minerals and pre and probiotics it's a very powerful it's very healthy and it's really simple man healthy aging shouldn't feel complicated the thought of taking multiple supplements and all these types of vitamins and stuff and powders it's truly exhausting for me I've never been one to take a lot of uh, multivitamins anyway throughout my whole life. I always prided myself in just eating vegetables and eating all the stuff I need naturally, not in a pill form. So this is incredible. It covers my nutrient gaps. It supports my mental and physical health. AG1 is hassle-free, 60 seconds every morning. It's the high-quality ingredients of pre and probiotics, adaptogens and antioxidants, and whole food-sourced nutrients. I drink it every single day. Every batch of AG1s goes through rigorous testing processes and their ingredients are sourced for absorption, potency, and nutrient density. If there's one product I can suggest you guys is the AG1s, man. This has been a life changer for me. So go to ag1.com slash OLLC and you can get a free one-year supply of vitamin D3 and K2 and five free AG1 travel packs with your first purchase. With AG1, I know I'm getting essential brain, gut, and immune health support, vitamins, probiotics, and nutrients for the day. And it's helped my mental and physical. So if there's one thing I can uh, recommend to you guys, it's AG1s. It's my nutritional insurance. I pride myself as almost being 54 years old, not going to the doctor all the time. Knock on wood. I've been healthy my whole life and try to strive to be a healthy person, stay young, stay full of energy, and still do the things I love that I did as a kid. That's why I still skateboard, play music, exercise. So start the year off right. AG1. AG1.com slash OLLC. Yo, yo, Liquid Death, thank you so much for hydrating all my guests, taking care of me and my family and my friends. Love your water, love your brand, love what you stand for, love you give back to the community. If you want to learn more about Liquid Death and how it started, listen to episode 115 with the co-founder, owner, and creator of Liquid Death, Mike Cesario. Just a punk rock skateboarding kid from Delaware with a dream. It's an incredible story, incredible journey. So if you go to liquiddeath.com slash Toby, you get free shipping on any items you order from liquiddeath.com. If you want to just get Liquid Death water, go to amazon.com. But for the merchandise and other cool items, exclusive items, go to liquiddeath.com slash Toby and get free shipping. Thank you so much, Liquid Death. Death to plastic, murder your thirst, stay hydrated. You know H2O saves lives. All right, so welcome. I'm not a weirdo either. I, no, he's not. I, no. I, I'm, I'm chilling. I just geek out over We're going to get nerdy. Um, welcome to the One Life a Chance podcast. I'm your host, Toby Morris. Today, I have my birthday son in the house, Chappelle Lacey. Yeah. And I surprised you once again. The first time, I think, it was Dexter Holland. Yes. Yeah, you fucking went hard on him. It was great. In a and great you surprised way. surprised me with uh, Dennis from Refuse. Yeah. And today, who I was, you can introduce the guest today because this is. No, do, you, do your thing. I want you to do it. Do it. Do it. <laughs> today, we have Ian Shelton on here. Uh, I, I want, I want, go ahead, go ahead, go ahead. Ian Shelton, right? What's up? Yeah, Ian Shelton. Nice to be here. That's my Mili- name. Military gun. How do I say military gun? Because I say military. Military gun. Yeah, I say military, but it's spelled. You say military. No, I say, yeah. <laughs> yeah, I do. Yeah, because he's got the Stone Island on. I know. This guy's nose it's himself. Um, and we're, we're kind of like neighbors, too. You walked here. Yeah, I walked it's, here. It's, it's awesome, man. Wait, for real? Yeah, yeah he lives yeah. by us in the neighborhood, bro. Oh. 
I'm not gonna give. I won't. I won't no, air my no, 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 here, no, but, but, yeah, but yeah, yeah, yeah. It was like a 30 minute walk, but I like a, I like a nice walk. Yeah, yeah. And both you guys share the same birthday. I thought that was awesome. Yep. And uh, Chappelle told me about you guys. Him and my wife both love you guys. Yeah. Uh, do we see them together somewhere or no? No, I I haven't gotten to see you guys. Never yet. seen us. Oh, nice. No. Okay. Dang. No. No. L. A. Shows on the calendar yeah. right now, so it's gonna be a I minute. Know, I missed the one you guys uh, played with. Uh, Scow. With Scow seventeen twenty. Yeah, it shows good. Yeah. Um, yeah. That, yeah. I wa- I'm a nerd and I watch all the footage. Nice. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I, like, I, I, like it's weird. I'm 37, but like, I look at the internet like I'm. You know, 14. Yeah. <laughs> and um, I watch a lot of concerts, so. So you guys are dropping an EP on my son's birthday this week, January 26th, correct? Oh, yeah. Life yes. Under the Sun? Yeah. But they dropped a single. Yeah, my friends are yesterday. having a hard time. Yeah. Manchester with, Orchestra. Yeah. I know it's dope. I listen I to it. Yeah. It's really <laughs> awesome. They got a lot of DC. They got a lot of DC flavor to me. Yeah? They got a lot of throwback DC vibes to me. Yeah, I mean, our, for our first, like, seven inch. Well, the the big thing for me at first was like uh like Greg gig guitar playing yeah. with with like trying to be Sam McFeeters vocally. Okay. Like I love I really love Born Against and it's always been wow. a, a really big influence. Um and then yeah, as I was just like yelling in key, I was like, "All right, well now what if I start adding a couple more notes?" You know, yeah, and then yeah, like yeah, yeah. then as That's like That's actually really cool. As that uh like progressed, obviously like my love for just all things indie and alt rock like started to bleed in and kind of like, you know, we still have like Fugazi is, is, is always going to be a massive. I hear that for sure. And, and, and yeah, something yeah. that we always point back to. Yeah. There's, there's something interesting. I, Cause when I first discovered you guys, I was like, man, I don't, like I hear this, but there, I, I feel like there's more to it. Yeah. You know, like, like, yeah, like the Fugazi and stuff, but I was like, there's, there's more to it, but I just can't pinpoint it or whatever. Dude. I, so that, that there was a song that we did on our first seven called dislocate me, which mm-hmm. like, uh, I, uh, the way that I like learned to sing was that in garage band, there's an auto tune, but I didn't realize that you had to set the key. Oh, wow. And so oh. during the pandemic, the way, when the band started, I would, uh, we, we, I was living in Rampart village. Uh, and so it was like sixth and Rampart and I would walk to our practice space, which was seven miles in Glassell park. And I would walk during there the during the pandemic because there's nothing else going there's on. Nothing, nothing to yeah. do. Nothing Nobody's to do. out either. Yeah. So it would, I would park. I'd park my car there, but I'd walk one way, drive back. Next day, drive there, walk back. And uh, but every day, this one song, "Dislocate Me," I would sing it, and I would be like, "I swear to God, I'm singing it correctly." But I had the auto tune set to the wrong key, and like wow. my life was just dramatic as fuck at that point because there's I was just a loser, you know, that had nothing <laughs> going on, and so I would literally like like sing until i was defeated and then i'd take a nap on the ground and then wow. i'd wake up and try to sing more and then i'd be like fuck this shit i'm walking home wow and then eventually i realized i just had this auto tune set to the wrong key and that it, that's why i sounded horrible as fuck and then i was like oh i've been singing it right the whole time like wow. crazy. but that was like over time that's like that that was the process of the learning you know just being like no one was around to show me shit and so i was, yeah I kept like failing and Damn. fucking so you from tacoma washington I'm from Enumclaw, Washington. Damn, which that? is uh, which is a band. There's a there's band. a band called Enumclaw. Yeah, Enumclaw, yeah. <laughs> Shout out to Enumclaw, the band. Uh, Are they from there? No, no. Nah, they're from they're from like Tacoma. Um, they they said that. Uh, they, they, well, I mean, like straight up, there's not very many black people in Enumclaw. Yeah, like that. That it, it, of the band is is a black dude. Okay. Yeah. Well, it's like it's like uh, like three black dudes and yeah, and yeah. and like one white dude. And uh so when I saw the band photo I was like this the band is not from Enumclaw. You know, like I just knew like factually be, because I'm from the, you know, like yeah, yeah. like uh I was like I, unless things have really changed, you know, like I don't know. 
but uh, but no, it, it it it's a small town, and uh, the year that I moved there, I originally lived in the Bay Area until I was twelve, and that's like when I got my like roots in punk, and then we then my family moved away. Okay. Uh, Why'd they move? Trying to save their marriage, like respect. M- like our, we were like fighting on the front lawn, cops all the time. Wow. Like it was, Damn. it was, uh, you know, like we were disgraced. <laughs> and then, uh, and and so we moved away to a small town, and obviously, you know, you unfortunately your own personality follows you. <laughs> so yo, yeah. is it fair to say that because I, I, I like you saying that makes me go? This makes the music makes all the sense now. Yeah, yeah. I mean, definitely. Is I mean, fair to say it's like also like that. Like I think there's a lot of split brain things that happen in the music that I make, and I think a huge part of that is you know growing up in California where it is diverse, and then the culture shock of moving to like a, a, a pretty much all white town. Yeah. And that's that's a hick, you know, it's a farming community and uh you know like that uh, you know the 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 way your brain translates <laughs> yeah, that yeah, you yeah, know yeah, yeah, yeah. at that age. But it's most famous for the Mr. Hands uh yep, video. I know what you're talking about. Mr. Hands, okay. You, do you know do you, you know, know what this Mr. is Toby? Hands? No, maybe not. Okay. Yeah, I I've done this on too many interviews but yeah. but it 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 is a viral snuff film where a man died by having sex with a horse. Okay. And wow. He let a horse penetrate him. In. Yeah. Okay. And so that's what the town is most famous for. Yeah. And it happened the year that I moved there. Holy shit. Oh, it did? Yeah, it happened wow. the year that 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 we moved there. I was born in 92, yeah. 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 Damn. But uh but yeah, so so then But why that town from like where from Um my my stepdad's parents lived there. Okay, okay. And so so it was like the only place that we had like any any roots yeah yeah so yeah growing, with step, growing up with stepdads yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. stepdads i mean i didn't have a dad growing up i mean there's like a we can go there's all sorts of let's directions go let's go, go man shit, Dude, i didn't yeah. have one either you know yeah. like like uh rjc did this song called kkk tattoo which is about meeting my biological father and he has a kkk tattoo on the inside of his arm and uh, wow. and you know like i'm grateful i didn't grow up with him you know, like the, yeah. the thesis of that song is like people pretend that like racism is like this, like, oh, I'm I'm not racist and I yeah. win. Yeah, yeah, you know, yeah, like yeah. you're like, like it's like some Scooby Doo villain bullshit where yeah, like yeah. you've defeated racism. Yeah. And I'm like, no, like that could have just been me. If I just grew up in that situation, I would have been racist. Like, that's just yeah, yeah. it. That would have been that would have been the, the culture, the culture yeah. I was raised in. Yeah. yeah. yeah wow. And, uh, you know, I'm grateful. Not that my uh, my stepdad is like this shining progressive fucking guy. <laughs> <laughs> he ain't got no fucking KKK tattoo though, you know, yeah, like yeah, yeah. Uh, and so yeah, like I mean, wow, stepdads, you know, that's an important thing is is and especially like you know those people, you know, the man stepped up. He didn't have kids before. He like I yeah. was I was an only child at the time, and and he like stepped in and and became the the first father figure I ever had. You know, the first man in my life. So wow, yeah. shout out to fucking stepdads. Yeah, yeah, and so how were you when, when he came into your life? He, I was like I was four. Okay. Yeah. So I was raised by my nana and and my mom, uh, and then raised by women, and then he came along. Which, but I still very much raised by women. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. I respect that. And how was it growing up there? Uh, in Concord, I mean, again, just crazy. My mom was a constant relapsing alcoholic, so it was just like chaos on and off. You didn't know wow. what was when coming. when the switch was hit. You know, yeah. like sober for a while, drunk for a while. Were you going to school? Were you good in school and stuff like that? Were you- uh, I'm good. Well, again, another good thing is I'm glad we moved when, when I did because that's when all my friends were getting into drugs. I was smoking weed for the first time at like 12 and uh, getting into punk music. And uh, I missed, I had like, I missed so many days in my sixth grade year that they like, 
reported it, you know? Yeah. And so it was like, I was kind of like starting to go down the, the path and then we moved away and then I was like, then I was just a nerd forever because I just was a dude that just obsessed over punk records and, yeah. and like, what was your exposure to punk? Just uh, the local neighborhood kids, you know, like, uh, they, they showed me, I mean, it was, you know, first of all, it was, um, you know, the, the typical form, the Atticus comp was a big one. Atticus. Wow. Yeah. Atticus like, clothing. like, like yeah. the warp tour comps, you know, like you hear the casualties, you start hearing like yeah. the more dangerous street punk shit. And then, um, and then eventually, you know, like your friends start letting you borrow the Misfit CDs and Op Ivy and Rancid. Yeah. Rancid was like, I remember working, like doing a full day's like yard work so I could go get in, and out come the wolves. Damn. Wow. You know? And then like when I got like a, a Rasputin's gift card uh, when I was in uh, sixth grade, I bought War on Errorism by No Effects, which is, we covered Whoops IOD'd on this new EP. Oh, nice. Uh, yeah. yeah. That's cool. And then. Um, like yeah, I, I got that, and then I'm trying to remember all this because I did, and I think I got MXPX, you know, just like a lot of the, that that era yeah. of, of punk music. Those compilations were so important, important man. Super Dude, important. the comps were crazy, yeah. and they put good comp tracks on there. Like Glass War by No Effects is a fucking banger. Like yeah, uh, the Jake Don Greenbeers by Alkaline Trio that was on Atticus comp that rocked. Like Warp Tour comps, Atticus comps, like yeah. There was so many. Yeah, there's so Punkarama, so Epitaph. Yeah. yeah. What is it? Fat music for fat, fat people. people. Yeah. yeah. And then short music for short people. Yeah. Damn, we did a song on there, I think, a short song. So yeah, that was like. Yeah, you guys been on tons of comps. Yeah. And then, were you, are you skateboarding at that time too? Is that. Yeah, I just like shitty neighborhood skating. Like, I, I didn't take it too seriously until my. I like 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 around 18, I took skating like seriously for a while, like filming it. And were you trying to be pro? Like, no, I knew I, I knew that I I knew that I didn't have style. Like I got a wacky <laughs> upper body style. Like oh, okay. like when I do when I do like little airs, I like my I like extend my spine all straight. Like it does not look good. It looks like shit. I look like shit while skating. Uh, so I knew I knew that was never gonna happen. But I just was invested in like I love having a goal. So it was like yeah, I'm gonna get frontside rock and rolls. You know, like it just be like those uh, are hard. I'm, I'm gonna yeah, get, just, yeah. I got and that one I could whip out pretty much wow. most times. Like I never got those. It's because you gotta get that 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 turn when you when you right when it's you the get hip. up the, the fucking hip turn. That, yeah, because then, then it just launches you as soon as you let up. It looks so good though. Yeah, too. yeah, it's, it's so such a good looking trick. But again, I make it look like shit. Yeah, you know, <laughs> I make it look like shit. Were you were you playing music in high school too? Getting into yeah it? always always like uh i played the like sixth grade talent show we did like a an original and then like half of Longview by green day like I instrumentally was, you know, nice what's so funny i was like i bet they did a green day cover. yeah hell yeah <laughs> i don't know why i just felt it i think I'm, we're gonna do a green day cover on this tour coming up too oh, really? wow. i think we're gonna do when i come around yeah that's so seems fun you know uh-huh. that'd be cool to hear one. you guys play that yeah yeah so, that's a super fun one yeah I, I love that a lot of the bands that have on it like the newer bands the hardcore bands and a lot of the influences are coming from like like Green Day, Blink, mm-hmm. all those different eras, MXPX and yeah. stuff like that. Just timing of it, and even talk about Seven Seconds early, like your introduction to them because you you checked out the Salad Days documentary, right? And yeah, then, well, the the book, the, the book, the, the book, the, yeah, yeah it's like a narrative book. I, yeah. It's so funny. I want to revisit. It. I bet. I bet it's not great. <laughs> you seen the doc though? I've never seen the doc. Oh, it's oh, really great. Really yeah. Okay, really but good. but that has to be different than the book, right? Because the book is just a. It's like. Just a kid in from a small town. He loves yeah, punk music. Yeah, and he goes different. on tour. You're right. You're right. It's yeah. different. But yeah, he he's seven seconds record. Yeah, because yeah, that docu. Oh, sorry. Go ahead. No, no. Okay, we're talking about just different entries to music, like how Justice was on it, saying that H2O Go record was his first record. Yeah. To getting into it, 
And for me, I'm like that record. But then, like the seven seconds rec- record he found was was it called? Take-, uh, take it back, take it on, take it over. Yeah, like oh, a different yeah. era of it. Yeah, you know what that's I mean? so crazy. It's and it's a great. I mean, I want to revisit. Yeah. I want to revisit. No, music? no, 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 no. That was my seven seconds. Yeah, yeah. It was just like they had probably come out that year or something. Yeah, yeah. So it was just on shelves, and I was like, oh, seven seconds. That's this band that I'm supposed yeah. to like. I'm gonna check it out. You know. Yeah. Um. So in in school, you you play sports and stuff like that, or no, never. Are you a good student? You making good grades? No, <laughs> no. I hated school. I mean, as I think I'm most 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 Same. anyone, Fucking everyone. I mean, shit. I yeah. do you actually ever talk to someone like I love school? Like nobody mm, says that. Not shit. really. Nah. Um, <laughs> no. Yeah. No. Yeah. I feel like no one loves. You know, especially once once I moved to the small town. You know, I was only getting more outwardly punk, so I was just getting called a faggot every day. Damn. Like it that was, was the word they used back then. Yeah, for yeah, sure, was, man. Yeah, it was, was, it was, uh, you know, every day. And, and I always was, bi- I was never big on starting fights, but I was also, if, if, if you don't like me, I'm going to give you a reason. So I always would like get into it because they'd be like, oh, faggot. And I'd be like, well, fuck you. You know, I was yeah, yeah. like, fuck you. Like, that's yeah. it. And I'm wearing plaid pants and I look weird and bad. Like, yeah, yeah, yeah. like <laughs> I, you know, I, I don't care. I'm doing it to look like shit. Exactly. Uh, and so I was, I, you know, I got, I got expelled from, from middle school for, uh, a, a essentially a threatening to, uh, sexually assault another male student. Cause he was pushing me up against the wall, calling me a fag. And I said, fuck you. And he said, are you sure you want to do that? And I said, yeah, I'm going to shove my fucking dick up your ass. <laughs> <laughs> and a teacher Go watched the hard. entire, they watched the entire interaction. And they were like, they're like, well, then that kid threatened to rape that other kid. And so oh my God, now he's dude. kicked out. And and I was big. I was like anti-snitching for some reason. Like, the, yeah, it's always so funny, though, the idea of anti-snitching, because like it's not like that person has any love for me. Why am I protecting them? Yeah, like, why, fuck, yeah, why, yeah, fuck, fuck you. Yeah. Like, I, you should get in trouble. He's bullying uh, you and shit. Yeah. But the, the principal sat me down and said, so why did you say you were going to shove your penis up another boy's anus? You know, like, yeah. and I was and I literally went because i wanted to <laughs> and they said all right get this kid out of here that's fucking tight wow <laughs> that's did you see that tight. kid when he came back to school after was he fucking with you well I, I got kicked out of middle school oh for good like, it, for it was it oh, was like the last it was like the last uh Damn. like month and a half and they're like so get, did you have to go to get one the of those, fuck like, out of here summer school secondary school no I, I i picked back up at the high school the the next year and then i got in trouble again because another kid called me faggot and then i was like i'll give you a head for five bucks and i spanked him on the ass and he went and told on me <laughs> And then we were just sitting in in school suspension together. I was like, "Why'd you snitch?" Wow! You know, like what the fuck is this? It's crazy how plaid pants were shocking, dude. It was very because I rocked those too. Enum Claw, Enum Claw, Washington. They did not. They had never seen it before, man. Mm. I love the way you handled it because I was just like beating people's asses. You know See, I mean? couldn't beat people's asses. I was a runt. I was a runt. No, I, I like was small you, as fuck. I like the way you went so about flipped it. Flipped it on him too. I, I, re- yeah. I refer to it as search and annoy. You yeah, know, yeah, yeah. Like, search and annoy. You know, like it's it, it's like, all right, you don't like me, I'm gonna I'm gonna really make you not like yeah. me. You know? That's were there, tight. Were there any other skaters and punks and stuff at all? Nothing there was it was funny, there was this this one like these two other kids and and his older brother uh, went to punk shows like I was supposed to go see the Templars with them. Oh yeah, nice. And uh, I went. I was supposed to go to an Agent Orange show, but I was I, my parents grounded me crazy. Like I was grounded all the time, even though I didn't do shit ever. Like damn, I was just and so like I'd be like I'm gonna go see the Templars tonight. And I'm like, you have a missing assignment in school. You're not going anywhere. I'm like, what that that that. <laughs> You know one missing doing? assignment what's going on <laughs> also you don't care about my school <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah it's so crazy that he says this because like 
that's how it was in my household, like, before I was, like, adopted and shit. It's like, I just had such crazy parents. But then, like, if it was, if I had, like, a, yeah, fucked up grade or something, like, they were just like, oh, you're grounded. I'm like... Yeah, you have like a Bruh, B. You have like, like a B, but like, but there's a missing assignment. So, yeah, exactly. like when like, when super strict when the grades went online, that was the worst thing ever. Because you know, I'd be like, if <laughs> if if your parents are in a bad mood, they're like, let me check out what this motherfucker's got going on. Yeah, yeah. Let me log in to the to the PTA website, and they're like, oh, he's fucking up. Yeah, just, yeah. just like I thought. Yeah. <laughs> and then, I'm like, and you're fucking up too. Look at your yeah, life. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> that, that's that is the actual impetus for it. They, they's yeah. like. Uh, you know, if you uh, if you don't got good control over your life, you could you could control a kid's life pretty well. Oh, you pretty know? fucking yeah, well. Dude. Damn. So did you move out when you were eighteen? Uh, yeah, yeah, like like seventeen. Uh, I I like started moving it out on and off, like you know whatever we want to call it, runaway or whatever. Okay. But just like stop being. I'm like I'm not coming back here. And then um, I ended up getting a restraining order against my mom for a year Holy when I was seventeen. Shit. And then uh, and then. Oh, they let you do it even though you were underage. The state, the state imposed the the uh, the restraining order because of a police incident. So, uh, oh, got it, got damn. it. Damn. But um, but you know, my, my mom and I have the most beautiful, loving relationship. Talking to my mom pretty much every day. Yeah. But uh, at the time, it was what needed to happen. Were you a wild kid? No, no. It was, it was, it was. My mom just had a drinking problem, man, okay, and, yeah, and, yeah. and had a had a serious anger problem, and. Uh, <coughs> You know, it was like she just she choked me, and and it was like it was at the time where it was I was fed up. I was like, call the cops. Let's fuck fuck this shit. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And it's what needed to happen. You know, it yeah. led to a, a very long period of sobriety for her. Nice. And you know, cause that, like you know, uh, you can't can't make someone be sober. So, but you can kind of help them hit rock bottom, and that was that at the time. Yeah. So, um, but yeah, and then like shortly after, like I moved out, um, uh, because it was just the time to for me to do that and yeah. start going on tours at 17 and just that's where the obsession switched was just like With your own bands or friends bands own own bands okay. I, I was booking the tours and nice i was very diy in that way at that time myspace era you know playing MySpace. the worst worst fucking shows yeah. worst fucking <laughs> shows my band sucked you know as 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 you do at 17 yeah what was the band called it was a band called bully Okay. Uh, and uh, and then eventually I went on to do a band called Drug Culture, and then I did a band called Seattle's New Gods. And then for a while I played in, I played drums in like a lot of Seattle youth crew bands. Nice. Uh, and then Were you a straight edge kid. I I was yeah. Nice. Straight edge was used to be very important. I'm I'm not sober anymore, but at at one point you know I it saved my life as far as I'm concerned. It's like I don't think I would have been able to handle moderation as yeah. as as a young man, and uh, you know I didn't even start drinking till I was thirty. Oh wow. And uh, Started smoking weed on an Angel Dust music video that I was directing because I was so fucking stressed out, <laughs> like I wanted to die so so bad that I was like, I'm just gonna do something to break. Cause you know, like you do something to uh, act out, and then it like that that uh, adrenaline kind of can refloat you. Yeah. So yeah. just just doing something that I thought I knew that I shouldn't do, like made me make it through that day. Oh, <laughs> you know, wow. like the adrenaline of that. <laughs> uh, but yeah, yeah, yeah. And uh, Straight Edge was, was super important. I played in Straight Edge bands. Wait, what, wait, what age was the weed though? That was like 27. 27, okay. Yeah, yeah. And then 30 Still was, late, yeah. 30 was drinking. Was drinking, yeah. Yeah. That's crazy. That's cool. Yeah, I guess you're a different person, isn't it? You of know? course. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, now, now, I mean, I'll always be more addicted to making music than anything else. Like, yeah. that. Yeah. That, that's just like, the, the work of that is what will always, like the, the climb 
is, yeah. is always going to be the actual addiction for me. Mm-hmm. Whether or not, you know, I could be addicted. I could also probably be addicted to alcohol, but I don't <laughs> think I could ever do it in a way that I would let it derail the actual thing I love. Yeah. You yeah, know? yeah. yeah. When were you living on top of that oil place? You said that was when I, I lived in no windows when I was, when I was, when I was 18 and I lived in a $150 sheet room uh, and I, I worked a truck driving job for my friend's dad and I spent all my money on records. Wow. So, you know, you, I, I, I hit that 150 for the month. <laughs> I, it'd be all, it'd all be ramen. And then it, ramen. Was, it was all just going to singles, going to steady in Seattle and Zion's Gate and buying like whatever grail record I could, you know, that like yeah. I was big in the record collecting at the time. And now I have all my shit in the storage space and I, cause like it, I was like, I don't even know what the fucking how to display these things anymore <laughs> like yeah it, well they're not they look records look like shit yeah records look like shit and when you got a when you got a, a girl that that is like actually cares about the way her house looks and doesn't just want piles of vinyl it's like nah it makes sense it's not like it wasn't imposed yeah. to me i was like yeah this makes more sense in the storage sure. space at this point yeah. you know like yeah. Nobody needs to see my copy of Neanderthal fighting music in this setting of of, of our nice <laughs> apartment. You know, like you have a pretty big collection too. Uh, relatively, you know, yeah. but it, it's it's really random, really. You know, it's like a lot of really grailed power violence stuff, and because that that's always been like my my my, yeah. my main shit. Uh, and then like a lot of spaz. And yeah, I got I got yeah, yeah. I got a lot of spaz. Yeah, is that, that the OG band? Spaz is OG. Yeah, yeah, yeah it's original for that, right? Yeah, West Bay. Yeah. Damn. OG. So you live living in that spot. You say you have no windows. Yeah, no windows. I was living on top of an oil tank, which I, I never thought about how Crazy. like not like it was like the heating tank for the house, you know? Yeah. And you could smell like that. You could smell. It smelled like something, you know, like I don't know what the fuck was going on. But uh, <laughs> it's kind of scary. Yeah. I'm not, thinking yeah. back and I'm like, I would not if, if like one of my like young friends was like, I'm living in this. So I'm like, get the fuck out of there. What are you <laughs> doing? dude? go back with your parents. <laughs> Uh, 150 bucks is pretty. At cheap, the same yeah. time, a huge benefit to that too is like living with older dudes that that loved really cool music. You yeah. know, like that's where I learned the Jesus Lizard. That's where mm. they were showing me Pinhead Gunpowder. You know, like yeah, uh, like cool pop punk records like like Pinhead Gunpowder and J Church, and then showing me Jesus Lizard and fucking Shellac and like and Big Black and like getting me into you know these really cool and which I think is like the 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 like split brain thing that that like military gun has and like mm-hmm. a lot of the music that i try to make has is like this really poppy thing but then also the kind of angular underbelly yeah. to it like, yeah because that's the type of shit i've always loved yeah um but you know living with older dudes that 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 were into cooler music was was huge like because they're just they're bringing they're going and buying records all the time too and then we're like oh what would you get today and, and yeah, you know yeah. just just like going and listen to it like acme which is funny like acme is such like record collector hardcore but it was like at the time you're like oh shit this is heavy you know yeah, like yeah, yeah. that's and then in skateboarding too at the same time Sk- skating at the, at it's the, the time to get out of depression huge. as well yeah, right yeah yeah i mean at the I, I was super depressed like at the time i was like pretty convinced i was gonna like kill myself soon wow. where it was just like you know coming from the background that i was and like i didn't know how to conduct myself and like yeah i was in a really long uh on and off relationship with like my high school girlfriend okay. and like i kind of was just a loser about it and wasn't never moved on she'd moved on and i kept being like what <laughs> what's up her- with that why'd you do that you know like hitting her up too uh reaching out you're reaching out to her a lot yeah we'd talk and then you know occasionally hook up or whatever and then i'd be like 
Oh, so we're back. Yeah, we're <laughs> you know, you know, I like I'm just telling you, I was a loser about this shit. Um, <laughs> and I was just really depressed. And then, and then I got really into skating. And yeah. and like just going outside and doing something with my fucking time. Yeah. And my life, listening to music, you know, making friends through skating. Totally. Like starting to film skating, just having the goal of something to do. Like yeah. like and I'm like an obsessive about buying shit. So, you know, like I was also really into buying skateboards and I was just working the truck driving job. And so like I had my skateboard with me every day and, and it'd be like, I'm gonna go pull oh, there's a skate park by the delivery. I'm gonna go build thirty minutes into my day to go hit. That's cool. Skate park. What would you specifically do for the truck driving job? <coughs> I delivered uh, ladders and fencing to Home Depot. Okay. Nice. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. I drove a curtain side twenty six thousand uh, pound box truck. So it's like wow. it was like any heavier. It had to be uh, uh, a CDL. Uh, You'd have to get that license. Yeah. Or whatever. yeah super yeah. illegitimate job. Like my friend's dad was so sketch. Like it was. <laughs> it was so funny. Like. He like we would have to leave in the we'd have to do like long hauls for us was Eastern Washington, Idaho, like middle of Oregon. OK. Um, and we'd have to leave in the middle of the night because our trucks would be overweight. Damn. So we'd have to wait for the tr the scales to close. OK. I see those weighing stations always on yeah, the side yeah, of the road. and yeah. Shit. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. So I used to, you know, have to drive through them. And I didn't know how to do a fucking driving log. Nothing like I was taught stick for 30 minutes and then was like and they were like, go. Damn. And that that was it. I was crying in fucking traffic, like yeah. stalling this shit at intersections in a big ass truck. I'm an 18 year old fucking kid with a rat tail. Like, wow. Just dude. like, oh, it was. But how long, how long did you do that for? I did it for two years. I pretty much have worked every job for two years. I, I like go okay. through like okay. two years of every, and then like I hit my my fucking like I'm done. What was the last job you had before? Uh, I did city council meetings for. Uh, I, I like did the video that went out to the the. Uh, public access channel for SeaTac, oh, wow. Burien, yeah. and Auburn, Washington. Nice. And did you start filming because you wanted to film skateboarding? That's kind of inspired you. Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Skateboarding yeah. was the start of filming for me, and then, um, and then, yeah, I started doing music videos, directing for people. Um, like Super Crush, this band from Seattle was kind of my first big break, and then I did Angel Dust, and then I did a lot of Angel Dust videos, and then I moved down here, started doing more stuff like Pure Noise and. Stuff for um, Epitaph too, and Epitaph, yeah, did did two or three Epitaph jobs, but then the pandemic hit, and then Military Gun started. And now, now I got shit time for anything it's else. Crazy yeah. man. That's so you so moved dope. here to do directing, basically. Yeah. yeah, yeah. I thought that I was gonna. I thought that you know, because I played in a power violence band. You know, like yeah. I, I played in in a blast beat hardcore band that that was not meant for upward mobility. You know, it was yeah. like, and at the time, like pre pandemic, people were not. Just, shows were not packed the yeah. way that you know like like going on tour and, and playing to third they were they were good they were great for Center. me yeah, yeah. they were great to me but you know it's like 30 40 50 people and yeah, that wasn't yeah, a yeah. great show to me that was a great you know like and that still is a great show yeah, it's yeah. It, that band's so hard i listen to them can, can obviously compare it to military gun it's so different yeah, yeah. Two different <laughs> people it's crazy. i'm going to finish the new rjc record tonight at, wow uh, oh shit yeah, for real yeah yeah today should be the final session so Damn. That's crazy, and then there was the regional uh, justice one too. Yeah, re yeah, yeah. We did we did yep. a Jurdis on a on a you on did an some EP. Tracks. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That yeah. was so cool. Someone threw out a joke, and then I was like, then Justice was like, "Yo, we should actually do that." And that was you know that that was Justice putting on for us big the the fact that he was willing to do that. Mm -hmm. It's awesome. He he's been Great like songs. Yeah, yeah. It's yeah, fun. Yeah. It was cool seeing the way he changed the way I worked with with that whole thing because I watched him do rhythms first and then fill in words. Interesting. So Wait, he he so, okay yeah break that down I guess. That's so he uh he would just be like da, 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 like into into like his little iPhone thing he'd play the song da, 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 and then he'd be like all right that 
that kind of like okay and we'd have our like, concept for the song and then you start filling in the the catchy rhythm with words gotcha you know like that's crazy because you think about the end of the day like hardcore's big downfall is putting words before musicality gotcha in my opinion because okay. you know you think about all these hardcore bands that have the 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 like like kind of boring fast part and you're like well if you would have just like did a scat track Sky of, track of like whatever the catchiest version of that thing is and then filled in that blank with all of the words that you want to use he does the words last yeah you i don't know if he always does that he did that in this case yeah, yeah that's yeah. cool you that's know interesting and so it made me rethink how to make a, the catchiness in a hardcore song gotcha. of like no that makes a lot of sense because uh kurt cobain talked about that he would do uh, Here we go. all the words. Let's get uh, it. <laughs> Let's go. Yeah. 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 And he, that's how he would. That's really interesting. Know, well, it was and always, I, yeah. Well, and you can, you think about all those, those lyrics that you don't know what they mean, but they sound so sweet and meaningful to you anyway. Yeah. You know, like, like, and, and I love those moments. Like, I don't need, I don't want to know what it's actually about necessarily. I, I, I like mishearing a lyric even. Mm -hmm. I like, yeah. I like it being every uh, own person's own experience. That, yeah, that's wild. That. Yeah, because my favorite thing about all of uh, Justice's work is uh, is the lyricism. Yeah, that's why I, I, mean, I connect with lyricist. it so much because it like, you know, it lets me kind of take it where I would want to take it. Yeah, you know, like how what it, like what it makes me feel. Yeah, you know what I mean. Yeah. Speaking <laughs> of Justice, the reason that I I saw you on TikTok with the trapped under ice shirt, and I was like, what the who oh, the yeah, fuck's yeah. this guy? <laughs> <laughs> Shout out to Justin. He's an incredible yeah, songwriter, super incredible. talented kid. Like I listened to his does. episodes with, uh, with you. Yeah, he's, yeah. Oh, he was great. He's yeah. just everything he's he so touches and talented. does. Like he's really super talented, man. Like I, I, I don't think he's underrated. I think people really know and give him respect. Oh, I don't yeah. think he's All underrated. He's I think he's early always because mm. he's actually the he's the first on the scene to try. Like people were mad when Angel Dust came out because like the dude from the heavy bands doing the yeah. with the soft thing. And I loved it when he did that. You know, like so yeah. sick and um, poppy shit. He, you know, the, he's been the guy. You know, like you know that meme of like the soldier like taking all the shots in the back, yeah. and, and it's like, you know, the person being protected. Like that's yeah. justice. Is like he's he's the guy fucking taking all the shots for for moving hardcore forward, and then and yeah. then everyone else that. is comfortable to try in his wake. You know what I'm saying? Because there's so much respect he's, for him in Trapped Under Ice, and yeah, he posted a. Something in his story one day that like really hit me, um, where he said, you know, being able to play like acoustic guitar is what like gave him the inspiration, like or being like being part of hardcore gave him the inspiration yeah. to play acoustic guitar to like do these things yeah. because it is a thing that should let you flow and go where you want to go. And I said that I was like, man, I was like, that's really dope. And he goes. He goes, I, I thought about it, you know, he said he, you know, kind of thought about, felt that with me because I was a competitive cheerleader. Mm -hmm. And he goes, that let you be the fucking person that you're able to be because yeah. you did that, which was like so, like he goes, most people wouldn't think that I would do that. You know what I mean? But I, he goes, that let you be the fucking, you know, who you're growing to be. Yeah. You know? Which is like really dope. Like I never thought, I never thought of cheerleading, doing cheerleading. That way, I just did it because I was like, "Fuck yeah, this is tight." Yeah, you know, yeah, you want to do it, you know, and and it lets you kind of go wherever you want to go in the world. And I think that's why, I don't know, why I think he's so fucking talented, well, and why he's able to do. Yeah, I think a big, I think maybe it's the same post, but you know, like he, uh, or interview, whatever it was, it was like you know, and and whatever I do is hardcore because I carry those ethos with me, and that that that's yeah. where it, it yeah. like. That yeah. translates is like, you know, whatever stage you want to go on to, I think if you're being aggressively yourself, 
then 100%. that that's hardcore. Yeah, I you agree. know, it's yeah. perfectly said because it's hardcore to my generation may not be hardcore to the new generation. What it sounds like, what it looks like, the style of it, it's forever changing. Always, there's no blueprint to it. You know what I mean? Yeah. It's like you're right. It's ethos. It's how you live your yeah, life. Yeah, it's, yeah. It honestly, it's in your heart. It's, it's a spirit. Hundred percent, dude. It. Shouldn't be. Yeah. Well, I, like what I always say is like the reason hardcore pop coming out of the pandemic is that people started writing better songs because uh, it wasn't so concerned with traditionalism it wasn't concerned with the with the live show at that moment because for a long time it was it was you you know everyone was making their demo that did the fast part in the breakdown and so often people start bands that is just saying i want my band to be a plus b equals me totally which i think is is kind of a trash way to approach creativity um i want that mosh part this yeah yeah yeah. yeah. and uh you know i do that with rjc but at the same time i have my my goals for the way that I think that the the genre should progress in with with my hands at the wheel or whatever. Yeah. Um. But you know, it's like, you know, it, it's just I think that that moment of of having live shows taken away made people just think about songwriting, and that's yeah. definitely where the my head was stripped it so down. Much, that's so crazy. You yeah. Say that. The songs are catchier songs, now. The songs, songs are, are catchier now. Way better. Because you had to actually listen to the shit at home. Yeah, you know what I'm saying. Yeah. It wasn't. It. it wasn't. You weren't listening and cramming to hear the fucking breakdown before you're on your way yeah. to the show, so you could hit people. It was. It <laughs> yeah. was. You had to actually go home and listen to this shit. Otherwise, hardcore ceased to exist. Yeah. And like you listen to all the old records, that shit's catchy. Yeah. That's it, it's, and live with it too. That's how it is. With Couldn't like, see it live. It's so funny you say that. That's how it is with stand up. So with stand up, I have to like write it at home and like understand it before yeah. I literally go on stage. And like say it like I'm like, okay, I have to, you know, and obviously like, you know, when you do it on stage, it helps you like grow it and make it better. Yeah. yeah. But before I take it to the stage, I have to like understand it as I'm like sitting here thinking about this thought and why, why it's funny. And it, it, it forces you to be patient and, uh, and like really find it and really dig and like find what is the best way. I can tell this joke. Yeah. You know, and I think that's mm. like what you're trying to say, like with the, with the pandemic, you had to sit there and actually, why is, why, like, why is this song going to be like good? To, like, why, why, how can I make it, you know, give it the the best I can give it? Yeah. You know? Well, now it's funny. To. I, I, I watch what, what y'all do in stand up and I try to find a way to make it relevant to live shows really? because, mm. and, and I like, I did it. I was, I, I basically had a set, you know okay. <laughs> like like at uh on this last european tour we got busted having weed going into into norway oh shit and uh so we never made it to the show in norway so i turned it into my speech every night because we have the song don't pick up the phone when you're on drugs we have a song called very high but you know i, I started <laughs> and i was rushing it the first handful of nights rushing it i was doing all the info it's too quick yeah yeah all the info but then eventually it turned into you know, we we're supposed to play a show in Norway a handful of days ago, and uh, you know, uh, we got pulled over going into the country, and and they asked us, "What are you doing here?" Like, "Oh, well, we're." And it tailored to the UK at one point. He's like, "You know, you have UK plates, but you're in Norway. Why are you? Why are you here in, in Norway?" So trying to make it like relevant to the UK. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> and then 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 it was like, you know, like, "Oh, well, we're a band. We're here to play a show." And they're like, "Oh, well, what's your band called?" <laughs> big pause. <laughs> big pause for the for the audience to go gun yeah gun is not good yeah. gun is not good with with cop yeah. so then then you know you wait you take that pause as long as it takes in germany yeah. whatever the fuck uh-huh. you take that pause 
for them to hit military gun in their own mind. Yeah. And then and then they I like that. And then they and then they laugh and then they go, Oh, our band name's military. You know, then I then I finish <laughs> the joke and then like but I'm do it's all because I'm watching what stand ups are doing. Yeah. And then at the end, you know, I go like You're a Shane Gillis fan. Uh yeah, yeah, yeah. See? Everyone's a Shane Gillis fan. I know. That's awesome. Awesome. But I just but when I found your Instagram and followed you, I saw I was like, Oh, he follows Shane. Oh uh, yeah, yeah. I had just followed him because I realized that he had actually announced his shows that I was like, oh, I could actually go to a show. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, <laughs> Did you get to see him? No, I haven't seen him. I'm gonna try to go to the Greek or the or the, the forum. The I don't know which I one. Hope, yeah, I hope you get to see. He's, he's, but I don't know if that it, it's, it's like it's such a big setting. I don't know. But anyway, so I I, I I made it, you know, like by the end of the tour, it was like, we never made it to that show, but we made it to the show tonight, you know, like, uh, and, and, and you're trying to make it, I want it to be like an experience, you know, like, yeah. uh, and I used to hate that, like saying the same thing every night and, yeah, and like, it, it can feel really terrible, but you're also trying to impart the same thing, you know, the, with the song. So you yeah, got to say similar things and. Uh, but I want to be really entertaining. It's really hard. I flop because yeah. I I, I'll, <laughs> I flop often. I flop so often because I'll, I'll fire from the hip, you know, yeah. and then I get rude, which is not the vibe. Yeah, That's yeah. not the vibe. <laughs> because you're flopping, you go, yeah, yeah. <laughs> well, you're just like, <laughs> yeah, that one sucked. You know, or, you know, you're like, yeah, or someone, someone says something well, dumb the cool and then you want to riff on them. Yeah. Obviously, the crowd work shit is big, but you're like, you're not trying to, I'm not trying to. The whole crowd work thing makes no sense to me because people are just ripping into people that are paying to see them. And I'm like, what is this? Mm. You know, crowd work is an interesting thing. I I don't really post like a lot of it. Like, you know, there's but there's times where like someone will shout at me and I, you know, kind of just, you know, snipe them or whatever. Yeah, I see. But but yeah, yeah. You see me like snipe people. But a lot of times, like I do like telling the shit that I wrote down. Yeah, it's just it's just cool to me. You know what I mean? Well, that's like, that's what the actual like, art form like, is. Yeah, it's like going to. I feel like that's like going to a concert, and you ask someone in the crowd to like just you know. I mean, you know, I know people ask people to like sing, but like it's like, well, hey, what's your song? You mm-hmm. know what I mean? What, what do you have any songs that you written? All right, you you do this. But meanwhile, everyone else is like, I'm here to see this band. Yeah, yeah. See yeah. You guys. So I think it. You know, even though like there's times where like, yeah, like it just kind of flows with my set, like to where like there may be something that happens and it's an easy like segue into blah, blah, blah. Like anytime someone shouts like uh, fucking, they'll shout like Louisville, Kentucky at me. And that that's because they know I cheered in, in Louisville. Cause everyone's like, why the fuck did that person just shout Louisville? Kentucky? Yeah. It's like, and then I, and then I just, it, what but I that means they're that, an actual fan, which, yeah, is, yeah. which is also I, a cool thing yeah, to, to and recognize. I'll just like segue it into my joke about cheerleading. Cool. You know what I mean? Yeah. I make it like that. But yeah, it's a, it's an interesting thing, crowd work to where I'm like I'm not the strongest fan of it. Like I'll do it, but I'm not like oh I need to I need to showcase this because a lot of it is a lot of it is the same. Yeah, you know, a lot of it really is traditionally the same thing. The the only person I like seeing do it is like Mark Norman because he oh, yeah. he actually comes up the, with the one liner like you can yeah, see it, it happening. His is like a scientific. Like, yeah, like, yeah. He's got some other shit with it, you know. It, it's crazy. Bill Burr is good at that too. Yeah, Bill but he, Burr. But he's he's, he's one that yeah sticks traditionally to his shit. But I've seen him like annihilate people. I've seen. I've seen oh, I would people. be very scared to be in Bill Burr's crosshairs, <laughs> man. That would that would suck. A famous one in Philadelphia, and he's calling out the crowd. Oh yeah, oh, yeah huge, crowd. huge yeah, yeah. moment. Yeah. yeah I know. Damn. 
Did Tom Morse know you were cheerleader from there? You know, we no, didn't he, didn't he, know he, he didn't yell the way Phil in the crowd. No, it wasn't him. It was some other guy. But yeah, <laughs> so you're a big comedy head. You love comedy. I love I love comedy. Yeah, yeah. I mean That's it, crazy. it. It's such a. I mean, that was like the one of the first things I ever wanted to do was I was watching Comedy Central presents every night. You know, Damn. like like. Like like you know I was going and doing Dane Cook bits at school and and cool. and doing Mike Birbiglia and like all wow. that like like it was the imitation process yeah. of of performance was you know because I wasn't I wasn't in a band yet I was but I was looking for attention gotcha you yeah, know yeah. and so I I would learn people set from Comedy <laughs> Central presents and then and, go like and then I go then I go do it at school and like and then I remember trying to make my own jokes and I like had sat down four of my friends and that I fucking flopped and I was like maybe I'm not good at this. <laughs> so you would actually write jokes? I, when I was in sixth grade, yeah, sixth grade. Yeah, 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 yeah. But that that definitely melted away over time. I definitely have thought about it, but I, it's, I don't know if I could. Do, I don't think I got it in that sense. Mm. It is tough. I watch him go. It seems so different than playing music, man. It's just a different world, man. Oh, uh, just yeah. what you do, yeah. It's, just, yeah, yeah. it's so it hard. Is, yeah. I mean, it's no joke. I mean, dude. yeah, you gotta. I mean, especially like, yeah, like with comedy, like especially you know, I think with with bands and stuff, like you you have these instruments and these things, and there's this noise that can push out to the you crowd. Can stand behind like, your instruments, too. yeah. Like whereas, like with comedy, like you're up there alone. You're up there alone. That's you're it, by bro. yourself. Yeah, and it's like one mic. One, yeah, and it's the 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 pressure to like, you know, to to you got. This is how you get good at it. You got to be okay with bombing. You got to eat shit, yeah. You got to yeah. be okay with eating shit. Which I would be okay. I bomb all the time. <laughs> you know? <laughs> You're like, oh, that's easy. That's yeah. it. I mean, it's not it? easy. It feels like shit, but yeah. yeah you like, like uh, shit, but then, then once you get comfortable with it, like, you find that, like, humility. You know, like, you know when you mess yeah. up and, you know, like, the, sometimes when people mess up, they kind of, like, blame the crowd. Like, oh, you don't like that one. But I'm yeah. more like, hey, no, these, aren't, they, these aren't all hits. If people <laughs> you know? know the people if yeah. something's funny the audience knows yeah. you know like it, yeah. you, you can't blame the audience no, the toughest is black audiences yeah that's like a real challenge damn because black people don't give like pity laughs oh but if black people like you dude what's that dude what's that dude from tacoma right now he's sits on a stool big crowd work guy i've only ever seen him do crowd work he owns a comedy club up in tacoma though oh mm. uh tommy tease no no no, no. but no. he's like a big touring guy right now um uh fuck I'm also Nate, just expecting Nate, uh, a black guy to Nate, be like, well, who's the other Nate, black guh, guy? Uh, <laughs> Nate, fucked up. Uh, Nate? I think it's Nate Jackson. That's, that sounds right. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, yeah Nate Jackson. But uh, it, it's funny. His whole thing seems to be fucking crowd work. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, but some people are like, like, they have it in a way to where it's just like. Wait, did you, you, you caught that controversy this week on TikTok? Yes. Dijon Wood is that? that uh, Mojo Woods. Mojo Woods, yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah. That's somebody you see this. Yeah. Dude, what happened? You know, uh, some some so girl, girl she yeah heckled no she was opening she was hosting for this guy named mojo woods was, okay this white girl okay. yeah um, she was at the wrong show that's for she damn was at sure the wrong, yeah she was at the wrong show and like i said black audiences yeah aren't necessarily ones to like they just like you got to think because like of, of black entertainers and black comedians you got eddie murphy Richard yeah. Pryor, um red fox like bernie mac these 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 Cat Williams, all these like heavy, heavy yes, heavy hitters of black entertainers, right? And so if they go to a comedy show, they know the bar. They know yeah, where it's the high. bar like yeah, the yeah. bar is high. Yeah. And this girl, she was hosting for, you know, this uh famous uh uh black comic 
and she went up there and, and she did really bad, right? She didn't do the, okay. she did the greatest, you know, but she, she flowed through her set, you know, it seemed like because he, you know, and then, uh, the, the, the headliner, the black dude, Mojo, he went up and kind of like riffed on it. You know, just He's like, quick, yeah, sorry we didn't have, I didn't, I didn't know we were having a substitute, substitute teacher, teacher yeah, from the show. Substitute <laughs> teacher. But what he was doing was like, he wasn't making light of it. And yeah. He was making light of it because you have to clear that awkwardness because they just sat through. I forget what she said. She's like, all right, uh, are y'all ready to get buck wild? Yeah, like, said, yeah, uh, like, so she, uh, like, oh, no. Are y'all no. ready to get buck wild? And everyone's, wow. everyone's making her for, front, of, front of her for that. Damn. But she goes online and she makes this video uh, kind of saying that the dude was, the he was rude. He was late saying all these things that weren't true. And then all of a sudden, weird, weirdly, the video like blew up. And oh, then the dude shit. started getting like death threats. What? As it always goes. Yeah. And then so the dude was like, oh, no, I got receipts. So he showed. Well, yeah, everyone tapes their sets. Like, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And so he showed like he had receipts. He goes, here's her set. He goes, I'm going to just show you what she was doing. You know, Damn. In, in her set, he showed multiple angles. He showed one angle where, <laughs> you know, he showed multiple angles and he showed what he said. And like what he did is like. That's black culture. Like they're gonna roast. Like if you did bad, like yeah. it's happened to me. They're not gonna ignore also, that it just also, happened. Also, also, how does she not know going up at, basically at a black room at that moment? Like for for like who she's opening for? How do you not be like yeah? One maybe don't take the gig because you know that you're gonna flop. Like or, you know who you yeah, are, or yeah. just be like, oh yeah, I'm the odd man out. Like, yeah, mention that because like you know say that. Instead yeah. of thinking that you're just gonna assimilate, easy, you know, like exactly. that's crazy. So, Damn. It, it was. It was very. It's a very weird. She she came and she was like, you know, pulling this shit of like, this guy he did this 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 he said this about me. One I killed it. I crushed it. Like yeah, this. she was saying she did great. Yeah. And oh it was my just god. Like, Which if then, everyone ever has to say that they did great, you know that they didn't true. do great. <laughs> exactly. You see me walk off stage. I'm like, no, we did really good up there. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Know that I'm feeling insecure about something. Totally. Exactly. One thousand percent. But it was just, you know, this dude was like getting death threats and like people were like saying things about him and his family, his kids, because he posts his kids and, Damn. and all the shit. And so he was like, that I sucks. have to come out and say this. And so he squashed it. So he had the receipts. Well, no, she doubled. She tripled down on it. She just looks bad now. It's, it's, it's done for her. Yeah. I mean. I don't that know where sucks. she goes from there, yeah. you know. Um, I mean, hopefully the, the girl doesn't have any lasting, but she, you know, maybe she's great on her own shows. It was not a great clip, so. <laughs> <laughs> um, okay, back to Ian. So 2018, were you done with music when you moved here? Just wanted to direct? No, no. I mean, I was doing RJC. Yeah. I mean, the thing is, like, I, I but, music is always what I've been obsessed with. So, yeah. like, I can't, like, my whole life I've been saying I'm going to stop doing music. Okay. You know, like, like when, uh, you know, at first when I got out of high school, I was like, yeah, I'm going to keep going on tours for a couple more years, and then I'm going to go to college. And then kept being like, oh, there's a West Coast tour. <laughs> but, oh, no, I can't go to school this this quarter yeah, yeah. Uh, and then uh and then yeah i moved down mainly for, for directing but you yeah. know rjc was going and was starting to really start to get some momentum was you it know, just the whole band moved here or just 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 me and okay. i would fly up and we'd start tours or they'd come down and we start tours yeah and then um yeah then then the pandemic hit and it was like i just was making music full-time i just treated like getting the pandemic relief money as mm. like an advance Okay. And wow. Yeah, I mean, yeah. dude, it got so dramatic. It's funny because I got because I got money now, so it's I'm not like 
I ain't ever pretending to be broke, you know? Yeah. yeah but at yeah. the time, I, I was broke. I see that Stone Island. Yeah, yeah, exactly. <laughs> I, try, I make a point, you know? <laughs> uh, and, um, you know, it, it, I remember the, the day that, uh, like, I went to do laundry at the laundromat, and I had $20 left after I put in all my loads. Like, that was my last $20 Damn. bill, zero money in my bank. And I was like, and then the, my, the machine broke. And I had to put in five more dollars. So I was like, I went from having $20 to $15. And that's wow. all I got right now. And then I saw in LA Times, it was a thing that was like, oh, if you're trying to check on your, your um, uh, stimulus money, type in all caps. And that, that makes it work in the system. And I literally was going just to make a joke for the RJC Twitter because I typed in all caps on Twitter. <laughs> and then I typed it in and it was like, going to hit at midnight. And I was like, oh shit i'm rich again you know, i was like 1100 bucks uh it was, it was good money man yeah. but then i had all this back pay when when like edd actually hit and okay. i bought i bought a guitar and i bought a bass and that was like i just treated it like an advance and i just was wow. like i'm just gonna make i'm just gonna make music this whole time and then basically used all of that time to write the military gun demo regional justice center crime and punishment um this i started a band called sex with a terrorist with patrick kinlan Nice. And then uh, and then I did, you know, All Roads of the Gun and Life Under the Gun all before Military Gun or RJC played any yeah. shows post-pandemic. Fuck. Yeah, My Life is Over was the first EP, right? 2020? Yeah. yeah. That's fucking Damn. crazy. When the, 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 I think about the pandemic, man. That was like, I don't know. Yeah, it was a time to like get creative. Yeah. It, hard for your field though because you can't can't get the feedback. Did you do outdoor shows and shit? I did one outdoor show. I might have went I to one. I went to one. No, I, I did a, I, no, I did like a drive-through show. Sorry, yeah, I, I did do an outdoor show. Yeah, but I, I did like a drive. Uh, is it? No, everybody's masked up outside. It was crazy. <sighs> yeah, I did a drive-in show Dude. where everybody was in their cars, and the way Woo-hoo. you got the feedback was, was it honking? Would, honk. They would flash the lights and honk. Uh, Newfound Glory. Let did, me tell you. New, yeah, go ahead. You know Newfound Glory did the show like that too. They had the honk. Same thing. The first band to do it. I remember it that. Was, of course, it it's horrible. horrible. And I had to do. I think I had to do uh, 45 minutes. Woo. Yeah. Yeah, I was headlining it. Yeah. Damn. It was tough. I'm like, I'm talking to myself. Yeah. On this big ass stage and all these cars are right there. It was tough, man. I mean, that's and just. And I was doing. They were doing a monologue. I did, I, yeah, I did a few Zoom shows. Oh, no. Wow. Dude, do you know how. That was like. See, I'm glad that there wasn't like the whole live stream shit like that. I'm, we didn't do nothing of that. Like we did a couple oh, like live. Okay. Nah, like we did like a live session. That was like the military gun debut. Was like our oh, first cool. first yeah. thing. But like, um, yeah, no. Like so that. You, you played your first show to when? We played our first show July 30th, 2021. Okay. It was crazy. a back backyard in Ocean View. That's sick. And then we did like a month later. I, I booked a show that was us and Drug Church at like a outside part of a warehouse and okay. we just put up free tickets and that's cool. People reserved them. That was a creative ship ha- happening, like all those crazy shows under the bridges and the fires. Yeah. And Dude, but people people were mad at you. It's so I funny. Know, no matter know, what, people were mad no at you. No matter what, New York New York did it first outside. Oh, Tom 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 yeah, yeah, yeah. People went crazy, and then and then LA started popping off. It was like Escape from Los Angeles. It was it was, it was crazy. Oh, the helicopters shit, yeah. and yeah. damn. But everybody's just so like sick of sitting in the house. They want to express themselves and hear music. It was crazy that music wasn't essential. It was like the last thing they started mentioning on that totem pole. But like, yeah. what, what's essential to humans? Yeah, and how that important was, yeah, music. That was the last thing to start yeah, I was like, again. what about music? I kept waiting. I'm like, fuck. It helps so many people. Music, man. Well, yeah, it, but it, yeah, it, but it is at the at the same time like the thing that that is easiest to cut out of of your like living diet of <laughs> you know like 
all right, there's a potential threat here. Yeah. Uh, what do I lose? You know, like you're like, I guess I won't go get spit on by strangers. True. Yeah. Um, True. I think that, you know, like what ended up being the thing that, that helped, you know, military gun win and, and have all this is that we didn't wait for the pandemic to end. You know, mm. like so many people had on held on to records. And I think that like yeah. my, uh, like momentum in music was built in that time because I like kept, I put out music the entire time yeah. from like, I think that, that the military gun demo dropped in April or May of 2020. Yeah. Mm -hmm. And then, uh, you know, like it just, we kept going. Yeah. Like it was, it was, three it was EPs you dropped three. EPs, yeah, yeah. Yeah. All before the, the, the shows happened. Yeah. That's crazy. So yeah, people are di like digesting the music before they get to see you live. Like it's cool. Yeah. Cause some bands just put a record out and then they're on tour like three days later and people haven't even got the record yet. Yeah. They're yeah. playing those new songs and people they don't know the songs. I don't know. Yeah, we like to, to let it sink in for sure. I like sure, that you too, know? man. Yeah. yeah it, I mean, really pre I see a lot of bands. Different, yeah, different Speed format, po Speed popped off too like that. Dude, Speed. Yeah, I mean, I think speed anyone who... Drain. drain, yeah. Again, put out music when at a time when, you know, people... And making weren't. videos. Yeah. You know, well, I, I, I made one of the... I made the Watch You Burn video with them. With them? With, with, with Drain, yeah. Oh, wow. Yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah, the one where he's running around. Oh, those, those fools are crazy. They, uh, <laughs> they, uh, I love Drain. We dude. shot it in Santa Cruz, and like, uh, I, I, I did it mainly because I, I, you know, doing doing smaller music videos is is really a hassle. It's like not fun yeah. because it's really just ends up being stressful. But we, it was me, one other guy, me, Will from Military Gun, and our buddy Matt Welch. We went up to Santa Cruz, and and all they said was we want to do sabotage, and we we had Super Eight film. <laughs> We had Super 8 film, and we're like, all right, cool, we're going to do Sabotage. And then we show up, and it's, you know, we go get coffee in the morning, and then, like, at the end of us getting coffee, like, right before we're going to start shooting, they go, yeah, we don't really want to wear, like, costumes, though. Wow, okay. Oh, yeah, because that's what they do in Sabotage. Yeah, Damn. so what what Sabotage is is the intro to a TV show, which that the reason that's that right. the non-narrative works is that it's like seems like a clip show of all these things that have happened to all these various characters. Yes. If you only have the four members of a band, you can't fucking do that. Yeah. You have to have a narrative. Yeah, yeah, good point. So we shot for two days with them on Super 8 film being like, no idea what the story is here. You know, I'd be like, all right, now, 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 Mike Dirt, look at the, the, the rear view and be pissed off, you know, and you're like, yeah. all right, Sammy, run along the side of the road with the, with the briefcase. We're going to light the briefcase on fire with all the money in it. But we're like, <laughs> then we had to go home, edit the video and be like, what can we do to make this make sense? Yeah, story out of it. Yeah. And then we had to go back and film more. Wow. It was like, Damn. it was, it, it was such a frustrating <laughs> odyssey to have them the morning of the shoot day be like. You know, we're flying by our seat of our pants. Usually there's way more prep, but I knew that with a band like Drain. And I'm glad I didn't fucking do all this prep because it would have been pointless. They would have thrown it all in the wind. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Um, but I was like, dude. I, and I remember also Sammy left after the first shot of the video. We shot the first shot and he's like, cool, I'm going to go get a COVID test. And I was, we we're like, what? <laughs> what? <laughs> what are you talking about? What year was that? That was 2020. Oh, wow. Or, or 2020. It would have been 21. Okay. Would have been 21. <laughs> you're like what the fuck dude we're in the middle of something and it was we're shooting on film which is so sunlight dependent yeah yeah and it was yeah, like yeah. 1 p.m he's just like i'm gonna go get a covid test i'll be back in two hours and you're like what <laughs> were you guys masked up back then too no we were yeah not. Yeah, yeah, yeah such a yeah. weird time such a weird time living and all that shit yeah man. we we got COVID, was, we got covid together yeah, in the house yeah, yeah. me now, him and my wife and kid we watched yeah it was nice 
<laughs> yeah, it was nice. Yeah, I just came over. I just came over here. Yeah, we beat down. I for had like to 10 miss days. the second sh- the the reshoot day, and I had to like FaceTime in because uh, I got exposed, and our uh, DP was like, "I have another job next week. I cannot risk wow. interacting with you." So they had to go back up to the bay, and I didn't, which was kind of nice. Damn. But I was really pissed off because I was like, "My fucking name is going on this. And I'm not even there." Yeah, yeah, yeah. Damn. Damn. What was the last video you did? Uh, the last Your own band? video I did was the Do It Faster okay. military yeah. gun video. Did you do the very high video too? No, that was Mason Mercer. Okay. Um who he plays in Citizen. He's awesome, awesome, amazing guy. We also uh, love that video. Yeah, dude, he crushed love it. Love that video. <laughs> that was me being super overburdened. Like we were on tour and um and we had to get this video done. And I was like, with like a week left before we had to shoot it, I was like, I I had like a really dark, like comfortably numb type video for it. Yeah. And I was like I don't know if su- such if being so dark is the vibe, and so I had to hand it to somebody who could make it sunny because I'm not I don't have the most sunny brain. So I was <laughs> yeah, like, no, that, I was like, was, you know, I had, to, I had to hand it off. Music video for that song, yeah, it's great. Yeah, he, he I fucking love it. that music video. And then my my girlfriend did the never fucked up once video, and that was an amazing experience. Nice, she, that's tight. She, she had me beat get the shit beat out of me for for multiple days she was loving it my back was bleeding like from from being dragged yeah i uh she is funny uh i was like yo can you grab me a shirt and she pulled out a shirt the other day and uh i picked it up and i was like i'm pretty sure i wore this during the music and i turned it over and there's just blood stains and rips on the back and i was like i I was like you want me to wear this shirt (laughs) and she's like oh i did not see the back doing your own stunts yeah is your girl from out here is she from she's from orange county nice yeah yeah she like wrote um like the Harry Styles Adore You video and shit. She like, wow. she, she used to work for a video. That that's sick. That's how we met. Yeah. That's yeah. amazing. She, I was trying to link and build and, and, and work and she was trying to date. Nice. Oh, <laughs> so, 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 so ultimately it worked out both ways. But How long have you guys yeah. been together for now? Uh, Been going on uh, well over three years now. Nice, man. Nice. Do you be married and have kids someday? I don't know. Marriage doesn't, makes sense to me in yeah. a lot of ways i think that if ever i could make enough money that taxes would be essential maybe yeah. but uh <laughs> kids also don't really believe in the future of the world yeah so it's pretty fucked up world. i uh i'm like what jobs will they'll will there be yeah. you know like it's will the earth still be here yeah it's yeah, like, it, yeah it's kind of bleak out there so Damn. it's so cool you guys got coachella man yeah it's yeah, exciting, I, exciting. Yeah. I wonder if it's the same play the same room with no barricade that turnstile and scowl played i hope so it's probably as and uh who else? Uh, knock loose. Knock loose. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, I hope so. I'm curious, like, will people know us at a thing like yeah, that or man. not? You know, like. It's really cool starting to have bands, like, from that world, oh, our world oh, in there, oh, man. Yeah, there was a fake flyer that was, was really exciting. because like, oh, Zulu and and, I saw, uh, I saw and Fleshwater. And I was like, wait, but Fleshwater has an L.A. show? Like, so I was like, I don't know if this is the real one, but our name was on it. So I was like, and I knew we were playing. So I was like, yeah, yeah. is it real? You know? Yeah, and then the, the actual lineup dropped. And I was like, oh. You said the addicts, uh, blur. Dude, the addicts. It, that was a big. Sh- I, I went and saw the addicts when I was in seventh grade. That was like the first Seattle wow. punk show I went to. I heard they, I heard they rip live. Dude, I want to so see that. Fucking amazing. Yeah. So they're the longest running punk band, or the maybe the longest running. They've been together since '74, and they've had the same lineup the whole time. Original lineup. Whoa. Yeah. Damn, I did not know that. I did not know that either. Yeah. Can we get to play with Blur the same day? It's fucking crazy. That's fucking. That's pretty sick, dude. That's dope. And Ty, we just saw Tyler recently. It was incredible. Oh, Did you yeah. go to the El Rey show? No, we went to the Camp Flog. Oh, uh, okay. yeah. Well, I went to that. My my brother got me into the El Rey show. Oh, damn. Yeah, he. Uh, that must have been crazy. Recent? Yeah, it was. 
I don't even remember when it was, but Tyler played the L Ray. He played the L Ray. Secret about, show. I remember hearing about Secret that. Secret show at the L Ray. Damn, it, it was an amazing night. I got so drunk. <laughs> so Are you a big hip hop fan? Uh, yeah. I mean, more casual these days, but huge part of my upbringing of just you know counterculture and and loving. That. I mean, Kanye is, is my all time. So yeah. okay, he he announced uh, you know three three records yesterday. So. What he's gonna do three three new records. He, well, so Vultures is supposed to come out in February, February 9th, and then he announced Vultures 2 and 3. Jeez, man. But he's already pushed Vultures Back. five times. Wow. So. It's like the Chronic, what is it, Chronic 2000, the second one? He was supposed well, to this do happens it. for Detox. every, Detox this happens out. for every Kanye record. Yeah. yeah. What, what's your, what's your, because I'm, I'm, I love Kanye too, what's your Kanye record? It changes play. all the time. Changes all the right? time. Changes all the time. Donda is really important to me. Yeah. Wow. Donda is really important to me. Uh my my brother was was getting out of prison and I listened to that that record on the way to pick him up. And I wow. I've never had I've never cried more listening to music. I've Damn. never had a more deep emotional connection. To, to a that's piece incredible, of music that. man. And I don't listen to the record anymore because of that. Okay. You know what I'm saying? Like, that's yeah. one of my favorite records of all time based upon that experience. Yeah. And I don't, I will never have that experience again. Yeah. And I never should have that experience again. That that can live in a time capsule for a moment. Me. Yeah, and, yeah, yeah. And, and, but with that, there's some of his most beautiful songs are on that record. It's overly long. There's definitely a lot of shit that could get cut. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> but, you know, Wait, so the beautiful how, how moments. What did your brother do? Uh, six years. I mean, I, I don't really. We're, we'll be talking. I'll, I'll get. I'll bug you to come back on when when we're promoting the RJC record yeah, yeah, that, yeah. that he's a part of. Yeah, for yeah. sure. Yeah. Um. But yeah, he he did he did he did almost six years. Okay. Is yeah. he a lot older than you? He's younger. Oh wow. Yeah, I'm the oldest. Okay. So he he got locked up at 18. Wow. Okay. Okay. And so you know he he has a very particular uh, experience and and it's really exciting going into this next RJC record where he's gonna be. You know, he sings half the record. I sing half the record. for him to talk about things, and, right? Yeah. And uh, and he's very talented. He raps and and he's very good. Damn, he's, he's got tight. he's got good pen game and incredible rhythm. So that's so that's cool. That's fucking sick. Yeah, Fuck. so it's cool watching him come out and and come out of show. You know, he lives with me over okay. over there. We got to move down from Washington State. Nice, and yeah. he's doing good on an interstate compact. Yeah, and and uh, you know, it's 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 been dope. That's cool. Grow. So Kanye, so Kanye's your top top MC. Kanye, I mean MC, I wouldn't say just because Artist. he's not the best MC. You okay. know, like like he he he's the best producer. He's the best curator. You know, yeah. like that 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 is the process, and that's honestly the way I try to approach a lot of my own stuff. Is like my ideas aren't the best ideas in the room always. Like let's hear what other people yeah had to do, and like that's what this new EP was. You know, we we did it with Shooter Jennings. And, oh shit, that's awesome! And, and uh, no way. Yeah, we did it with Shooter Jennings, and we had you know Alicia from Bully, Missy from Mannequin Pussy, and and uh, and uh, Manchester Orchestra. You so know, cool. and like having those people's ideas on the record, and and like reinterpreting it, and and changing it, and getting Shooter's opinions, and allowing other members of the band who actually hadn't written before to yeah. be involved. Like yeah. like that was that process is just curation. You know, like I totally. did my part at one point, and like. If someone tells me something sucks, I should probably listen to him. Yeah. Yeah. I like that Shooter record with uh, Yellow Wolf. Mm -hmm. So good, man. Yeah. Yeah. So Dude, Shooter's, Shooter's the fucking best. You got Shooter on here. Yeah, that'd be sick. Yeah. I, can I, I know his uh, I know his ex-wife, uh, ex Dre. Yeah, she was just on. Oh, yeah. Yeah, Dre. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, that Yellow Wolf record, I was I, so impressed. I didn't man. know that 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 uh, he was with Dre until the last session for the record. Like, that 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 was the thing. I was like, oh, yeah, what's your... He's like, oh, I had to pick my, my kids. Uh 
I was from my exes. I was like, oh, what are your ex doing? He's like, oh, she's an act- actress. I was like, what? Like what? And he's like, have you ever seen The Sopranos? And I was like, no. <laughs> I was like, don't, don't say, yeah. don't say. You a big Sopranos fan? Uh, I love Sopranos. I, I haven't finished man. it, so my my girlfriend left me behind on on watching it, and so oh, I, I, I didn't get again. to the end. So. Damn. So I'm, I just restarted again though. So I'm going into season two right now. Yeah, so we watch uh, it eventually. I'm I'm on season six. Second, that's the second to last one. Whatever the second to last it's one incredible, is, where, dude. that's where I like my my knowledge ends. But. We watched the whole series during the pandemic too. It just never gets old. It's just yeah. like 25 years old now too. It's crazy, Boy, man. Oh wow! Yeah, I just celebrated Sopranos yeah, first episode. The, yeah, it's crazy. Damn you! So obviously, you like movies. You're a big movie buff too. Yeah, I mean, not, now the timing of like watching movies is all fucked up because I've been so busy. But, yeah, but yeah, like. uh you know, this year wasn't a ton of things that I loved. I saw American Fiction and really loved. American I want to see Fiction. that. I heard about that. Uh, I loved Poor Things. I mean, a lot of the Poor big, Things was. The, I saw it last week. It was incredible. Uh, I love the conversation surrounding Saltburn. It's been really fun. Yeah. I watched it and I was all in until like the turn of the movie. Same. And, and, I might be the same. My wife loved it. And I, my girlfriend loves it. And, yeah, I was and like, you gotta watch it. It's, it's interesting. Why? Because of the things you saw about it or you know yeah, about it? This guy fucking a grave. <laughs> yeah it's not just that it's like yeah but yeah. that's yeah that's not the shock yeah yeah i think they just demotivated the, the part that they demotivated the part of the movie it was like they came up with the outline and then fucking stuck to it without actually like thinking about what people like i don't know mm. it, anyway but i love <laughs> i love movies like that because they incite so much conversation they do so like by all i don't like saltburn but i think it's one of my favorite movies of the year because wow the conversation because the conversation is dope like yeah, i've never seen point. mother to this day because it was so fun watching people argue about mother Wait, uh, which one it was the darren aronofsky movie with jennifer, uh, jennifer lawrence, lawrence. Yeah, yeah 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 it was like a it was like uh it's meant to be like a parable or something i don't know exactly what the it, fuck it is but yeah. uh but i didn't never watched it because it was just fun watching people argue about oh, it crazy and about so it. i love those moments and yeah. i almost hate that i have an opinion on Saltburn. i thought Saltburn was a cannibal movie i don't know what the fuck mm. i don't i don't know why i thought that and then when no cannibalism <laughs> was happening i was like okay this is not a cannibal movie I what guess. about the moon one the leonardo one i forget what it's called uh killers of the flower moon too long man but did you too like it fuck? i haven't seen it oh i liked it man how the fuck am i supposed really... to have enough time yeah. this is crazy it's three hours like ta- it, it, taylor young and i have been trying to find time to watch it uh, you know, like, cause, cause we we watch movies together, and it, it was like, we're not watching that at home. Yeah, you cannot watch a three and a half hard. movie at at home. You have to watch that in the theater, and then you're like, all right, well now I need to set four minimum four hours aside, cause with trailers, that's a four hour it endeavor. Is, man. It is. Yeah. That's we, hard. We did Oppenheimer the other day. It was brutal. Dude, man. Was Oppen- fucking- Oppenheimer feels short though. In my opinion, you liked it. I loved it. It was great. Very was depressing, great. but I loved it. Yeah, the cast was incredible, man. Yeah. I love how abrasive a Christopher Nolan movie is. The fucking mm. sound is, yeah, 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 piercing. Yeah, you be documentary head too. You like documentary? Love, love Rock Doc specifically. Mm. Love Rock Doc. The new Millie Vanilli one. You seen that one? No, it's a good one. <sighs> is it good? Incredible, yeah. dude. My girl doesn't like them, so I gotta watch them on my own time. <laughs> See, I, I think I'm more of a doc guy than I am. I would say, yeah, movie. You know, because I, I, yeah, you know, I'm not a I'm movie not a guy. I watched The Last Dance twice a year. You know, like I, I, I watch that all the time. I just love Jordan. That's the Bulls. Oh, that was incredible. Yeah. I knew nothing about basketball, and I love that sports whole series. Socks. Sports socks are, are one of my favorite okay. things. Even They're though really I'm, good. I'm not into sports, me either. But, but the like, love I just watched one. the Beckham doc. Great. I really loved that. Great. It was. It's really good. It's fucking great. I just. Man. 
I knew nothing about him. Yeah, I think you love, you think you fuck with it. Yeah, but I mean, I feel like if you just are actually about your shit, you relate to the like. I approach music more like an athlete than I think uh, than a, than like a band guy or a musician. Mm. It's like yeah. like I I you go in for the reps. You know, yeah. like I try to write as many songs as I can so that the next song can be better. It's not about necessarily that song in that moment. I believe in that song in that moment. Yeah. But then I just write the next one. I'm not going to revisit that one over and over again. I'm going to like take those tools love that. and yeah. build a new song with it. You, you got to watch uh, the Thriller documentary. Oh, yeah, oh. the Thriller doc. Michael we Jackson. just watched it. Oh, okay. Yeah. That motherfucker. It's the making of Thriller. His worker ethic. Too. Yeah. Oh, I can like imagine. Savage. Yeah. It's like, and then I started searching more shit of like, of him in the studio. There's like these, like new footages that are being released on YouTube of him in the studio. He did like a hundred or uh, hundred something takes of one line, one line Damn. He sat there with the engineer producer or whatever. And literally, um, he go, all right, play number 12. And he have like his notebook and he write down like whatever he thought about, like number 12, he goes play 47. But like, he <laughs> remember, he yeah, you remember the takes all the takes. Yeah. Dude. And he sat there and just like, and it was one line, one fucking line. Yeah, sometimes Sorry. it takes that. And I'm like, I mean, like, that's uh, a different. And I didn't know how he worked. I, yeah, I, you know, you just assume because you never see his work, pro, like his process. We well, you know, you, just you know, that he's you don't be the biggest though. without uh, the, yeah. that, without there being reason. Like, I know Jordan is Jordan for a reason. For like, a reason. like, like Michael Jackson is Michael Jackson for a reason. You know, like. I was I was joking about the other day that uh, my my perfectionism is never in writing. Like it, it it's it's about that's like the final step is perfectionism, not yeah. the steps before. Yeah, so it's yeah. about like fucking shitting it out, vomit, whatever. And then it, I was thinking about you know when Taylor and I were doing the Life Under the Gun record, we had, we like literally like all right, we finished the record, it's done. <laughs> we went inside and turned on the first song, and I was like. Let's go back out to the studio yeah. and then we just redid the fucking wow. first two lines of the record because it was like no it's not good enough you know like yeah, yeah, that's yeah. when the perfectionism set is that's when there's time but yeah. like like so many people get caught in their own way and don't create anything because they're concerned about making like a perfect first draft which doesn't exist yeah and you're like no fuck that like make a thousand drafts or make a thousand songs and then yeah do perfectionism later it's also i yeah, like that it's like uh think about that with comedy like there's people out there that are like always trying to write like a new joke mm-hmm. for sure. And, and meanwhile, but it's like, what about these? What about this one that like, is that like, I'm always like, is that the best? I was like, is this done? Mm-hmm. You know, I think about that all the time. Even like jokes that I've like have filmed that have like, like put out on put out there. Yeah. Like, like done really well. Like gone viral, if you will. Like I'm always looking at, it, I go, I can do better. Can better, and then I'll yeah, go and, I'll, I'll make, and you I'll should, just make it better, yeah, you know. Well, you think of a new tag or whatever, and yeah, then it's I'm like, like, oh, uh, that, that actually that does it. I was like, I could talk about this with it. I, I didn't say this, you know. There's always something. I don't know. So like, even though it was like put out there, like I, I'm like, fuck it, I don't care, and I'll yeah. just fucking make it better. Yeah, so the way it should not? be. What, what what do you think attracted you to military gun? Personally, dog. Honestly, the whole vibe, or I, the, the, I saw the picture of them laying on the street. Yeah, that looked cool. It. Where'd you guys take that at? It was downtown. It was LA? uh yeah, yeah, downtown LA. Oh, okay. Yeah. <laughs> I was like, that's an easy place to probably take it. And um I just heard when I heard because uh, you guys dropped the two the do it faster and very high. Yeah. I think you dropped those at the same time or was they it? were like close together. Yeah, close, yeah, they yeah, were yeah. super close together. But I heard those two tracks and I was just like I just fucking got invested. There was just something about it, like yeah. just the fucking energy of it and 
I just thought it was like so fucking cool. Like, I don't know, especially that very high song. Like, <laughs> dog, I'll tell you what. There's times where I'll be driving home from like, like the, the, my office sound like Sherman Oaks, mm-hmm. and I'll fucking listen to that song on repeat. That's I'm awesome. Like, yeah, because I always learn something new about that song. Yeah, every time I like listen to it or whatever. And a lot of times I'll be playing the record in 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 my office. It's like one of the, like it's part of like my my shit that I listen to. But there, I don't know. There's like um, that's why I was like trying to figure out the vibe. And I'm like, why am I just like so addicted? It, Oddly enough, and I, you know, you can correct me if I'm wrong. <laughs> the the band I'm probably addicted to the most mm-hmm. is Oasis. Okay, right? That's yeah, probably nice. it's because that's of nice. the songwriting. Like that's like my number one. Yeah, fucking band right there. You know, yeah, it's like Oasis, GBH, or something like that. <laughs> <laughs> In a weird way. Yeah, like but, <laughs> but like, yeah, yeah. But there's something about your songs. Like, it, is there any connection? To Oasis? <laughs> I mean, uh, any, any, influence? any influence? What like, I think people, I think what we have is that people can really project whatever they want onto it, and that yeah. that's what works really well about it. It, uh, we do get hit with that, but I, wow. I, I oh, don't. We, d- but but I never think it's like uh, it doesn't make sense to me necessarily. <laughs> you know, okay, okay. I I love Oasis. You know, like, and I think that what maybe the the connection there is, is, it is. is it's about the simplicity of rock music yes. like it, it it's not about they're not an overthought band until be here now you know like yeah. uh, and and so it's like like <laughs> hey. you you get to those records and and you start to feel them thinking yeah where there was true. not those moments on either of the first two records it was pure intuition it was purely yeah. i'm at the fucking cosmic pool and songs are just hitting me in the fucking face Gotcha. And that that's where Noel was at the time. And he talks yeah. about it yeah. where he's like, I knew that I had morning glory before I wrote it. I knew so, that I had, uh, you know, like, and so I think that simplicity of rock music is what we're also going for. It's not about overthinking. It's about what feels right at that moment. And, um, and also just a huge influence of classic rock. They love the Beatles. We love the yeah. Beatles, you know, yeah. like, yeah. like There's something else I found too. Cause I just thought about it. You made me think of it. What you uh, got? Uh, it's the you you stretch out words, uh huh. And Liam, stretches <laughs> yeah, out yeah, words. yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, yeah. It's 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 all about the what makes it sound best, you know. Yeah. Like like fuck a word, like like yeah. it, it it doesn't matter what that word is. Like it has to fit the space to make the song catchy, yeah. you know. And like I mean, that's ultimately it. It's like we love catchy music. We want to write catchy music, and that's what Oasis did, you yeah, know. Yeah. Like, um. There, you know, there's a thousand things that we're, you know, like we're just as influenced by Third Eye Blind. It's not as cool wow. like Third Eye Blind. It's a great band, though, man. But, uh, great but you know, like, like a song like, like, and if you pay attention, it's this, it's a similar thing that we go for. We try to say something crazy in in a pop form. Yeah, you know, like 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 songs like Very High Never Fucked Up Once, like are pop songs. You know what I'm saying? Like. Like if I wasn't yelling on them, I mean it's kind of like pretty laughable to even call us a hardcore band in general, like sonically. But again, we carry hardcore with us everywhere. We carry it on our yeah. back because 100%. that's who we are. I I come from that world, and that that's yeah. what it is. That's what it is. Um, but you know, it's like, but that's not like a hardcore song. You know, yeah. like like they're, they're, those are those are pop rock songs. Yeah. yeah. And but but we want to add ethos and emotion to it and and make it feel. Mm-hmm. Something. So I think that's what I first heard you. I was like taken back by because I saw you playing with Scott and you playing Harker shows and the way you sounded too. When they really got that, like I said, DC vibe or maybe Quick Sandy vibe too, and some mm-hmm. of the stuff. I love that bands 
like yours can tour with bands like Scow. Yeah. And there's no issue with it. Yeah. It's not like a festival that you not usually play together. It's, it's like super it's, early Goo Goo it's, fa- it's family, and it's yeah. fa- but it's family. You're part of the scene, the community, and it's like you see you carry the ethos with you. I think that's so important seeing that now. Yeah. Because back in the day, it wouldn't be, you wouldn't play with band two bands that would like that would not play together. So you know I'll, what I mean? Like, Unless it was a festival in Europe I'll or something. I'll see like pop punk bands. I know. I love that. Playing on like with like super hard like beat down bands. Dude, we saw yeah. no pressure at the Belasco. People were diving, going crazy, running across heads. Like it was yeah. a crazy Harker show from the 90s. I was like, this is amazing. Yeah. yeah. You know, the way he sings is fucking awesome too. It's just like, I just love going to shows with you and seeing the new young bands and see yeah. how it's thriving and how the community and um, <laughs> everybody's different. You know what I mean? It's like the diversity of it all and the sound and the style. But like you're fucking, you grew up in like squatter punk and all kinds of shit. You know what I mean? Yeah. Well, and the cool thing about this moment too is that it's all people would have all been around each other forever. Yeah. Like, like, and we're all playing in vastly different bands and you know, like, like now, like we've kind of, I, I mean, kind of friends with someone in Paint of Truth and like, I didn't Sick. know those yeah. guys, but we're playing Hardcore Fest together and like, yeah. and like there, there's the shared love between us d- d- despite the disparity in our sound. Like, yeah, I, I, I've known the Drain guys. Like I was filling in for Sammy drumming for Gulch before wow. the pandemic. That's like, cool. Uh, and, and That's you know, like I've known all those guys and, and like, you know, Mike body from no pressure and, and regulate like yeah. I've been around all these people forever. Like yeah. I've, I've been seeing Joey from Coyo forever. And like, there's this mutual moment where like, I'm sure there's competitiveness behind the scenes or whatever, but at the end of the day, we're all rooting for each other and, sure. and super happy to see each other winning. And yeah. like, it's cool. Like we all did our, our like first albums post pandemic. Like, yep. And I'm really excited to see what happens next with everybody where we're all going to this next phase and like, cause we're all growing apart from each other at the same time, you know, like we're taking different opportunities in different worlds and, and like everyone's just fully on their own pursuit. And that's what's so amazing about it. And then we get to converge at at festivals and see each other in Europe and like, and and catch up. And like, it's such an amazing moment, especially like, you know, like being around these people having made music videos for some of these bands too, you know, like I was rooting for them because otherwise, why the hell else would I like stay up all night pulling my hair out, (laughs) uh, making music videos if I wasn't rooting for you, you know, like, and so it's, uh, it's just, it feels like a really beautiful moment and we've all just been around each other for, for all this time and, yeah. and to, to see everyone winning is like, I feel like it's so that cool. shit I would see as a kid in like magazines, mm. where you see the bands, they you know, they would see the bands hanging backstage and it's like, oh yeah. shit, fucking, you know, Dave Grohl's hanging with Rage Against the Machine and you know, like, yeah, yeah, yeah. Friends. like you'll see like in the, in the, like the footage you'll see. You know the bands, uh, other bands like supporting the other bands on the side of the stage. Totally and watching them. Yeah, it's like just that's where you should be, yeah. dude. Like my first tours that I went to were the first one was Newfound Glory, Sun Forty One, and Blink One Eighty Two. Wow, was it the oh, Honda yeah. Civic one? I don't know which one. Uh, I think that would have been the Honda. Uh, well, no, is the Honda Civic one the Pop Disaster tour? Well, yeah, with Good yeah, Charlotte, yeah, Good Charlotte. No, that no, the Pop Disaster tour was Green Day, Blink One Eighty Two. Oh, that's different. And yeah. I had Jimmy World on the Jimmy that day. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. yeah, yeah. Uh, but I went to both the, the, those tours. Those were my wow. first, first two That's awesome. tours. I was, I was so obsessed with Blink-182. Damn. And, um, but, you know, like, like Sum 41 was the first band, or, or New Found Glory. I don't know which one played first, but, you know, like, first band I ever saw. And That's crazy, and dude. That seemed like a scene. You know, like, like it just it was. was like, like, it was, like, yeah. like uh, it was a world unto itself. And it so then I got into that world. And then they put out the Atticus comp. And so like, I'm like, well, I like the scene of bands that they like. So I'm yeah. going to listen to this. And like, that's how you get into mighty, mighty Boston's and like Ooh. everything else. Like, yeah. so it's so cool, man. It's, uh, 
so you know you, you try to have that still you know like we we're very active in making a playlist called gun club because it's about i try to put on for for smaller bands and ourselves and our, yeah. just our friends you know and so like every time we release new music i put the our newest song and then just like all these younger bands that like aren't in the same position as us that's cool and, man. and like that's tight. also trying to produce records you know like i remember seeing things like i don't remember who it was that mark hoppus produced when i was when i was a kid maybe it was motion city soundtrack or something or mm -hmm. phoenix tx no but, uh, but he produced oh, yeah, a record yeah, yeah. He, he worked with them a lot yeah and because 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 he did that i listened to it you yeah, know cool. and, and so like i produce records with taylor sometimes and like we did ms paint and we just did this band Hard. called public opinion that's really amazing nice. and and I'm really excited to put that record out and have people hear it and and hear the growth in that band. And like, you know, you want to do those things and build that scene and show the world that like yeah. like it's a community of, of artists it and is. like and also like show young people that it's not like competitive. It yeah. is competitive it, it, at the end of the day. Like, yeah. but sure, but yeah. it should be in the in the best way of like, the fuck person. that person wrote the best song, man. Now I got to write a better song. Yeah. yeah. Like, yeah. I Inspire love that each other. Yeah, like yeah, we, yeah. we toured with White Reaper. And holy shit, that band is amazing. Yeah. Like, and 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 every night we we would finish the our show and then watch them and and you know be like, we're not good enough. <laughs> <laughs> we have to get better. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And that's the that's how you should feel. Mm. You should feel, and then yeah, make it harder. The, we on the um, Scal tour, us and MS Paint, we we played Furnace Fest with Turnstile. Ooh. Oh, let me tell Alabama. you everyone's heads were hung low the next day after <laughs> fucking being humbled by turnstile wow dude everyone was like because it's it was it's crazy it's, Incredible, it's, it's a different thing it's a different it's thing. it's, it's a, a different thing than yeah. what we do it's yeah, a it's full a show yeah, front to end it's a it's a fucking show yeah and yeah. so so good every if and if you were not humbled, there's something wrong with you. Mm. You know what I'm yeah, saying? Yeah. If you watch that, if you were in a band and watched at Furnace Fest <laughs> and watched that set and were not humbled, you're an egomaniac and an idiot. Yeah, like, yeah, it, yeah. It, it, <laughs> like you, we all what, were just like, all right, okay. All right. Yeah. All right. Okay. I got it. Okay. <laughs> yeah. We have to play a show tomorrow. Yeah. yeah. Like, yeah. Uh, I, they already did it. <laughs> yeah. They, they, this shit's cooked. Yeah. Like, hey, we're done. Yeah. Uh, it was crazy seeing them at Camp Flognaw. They were oh, only, yeah. they were only like hardcore the like jumbotrons on the on the lineup. It was really yeah. cool, and it man. was just like I was like, "Holy fuck!" Warms my heart. I see yeah. that shit. It was it so did, cool to be yeah, there. Yeah, nice. it was just like but, love those kids. It worked so hard and, and great. And, but you know, it's like you need to step the fuck up now. That's tight though. That's yeah. the way it should be. Step your game be. up. I want to go on tour with bands that, that make us feel that way. Like, I'm really excited about the tour that we're just about to do. Yes. Start next week. Kicking off in Arizona, January 31st. Yes. Uh, and <laughs> I'm going to be there in the AZ. What's the third Where are you going to be? You got pulled to a show. I know. Uh, it's. Uh, I, know, I was looking at your guys' tour dates to see if my comedy tour dates come. <laughs> They're playing uh, the Rebel Lounge on January 31st. Yeah. Yeah. The Rebel Lounge is dope. Yeah. yeah it's cool. Life Under the Gun Tour. That used to be the Mason Jar. Yeah. I oh, think. it did? Yeah. I used to play there. That's, Shit, what I'm that's saying. crazy. Play so, but yeah, but, like we're touring with Pool Kids, who's an amazing live band. Spiritual Cramp is in a fucking. Dude, spiritual cramp, dude. Spiritual cool cramp. It, they're that such a cool good band. Name. You would love them. Okay. Uh, it it it's like, dude. They we've been playing shows with them, and I, my favorite thing is having them on the bill because we feel on our. I feel on my heels. Yeah. You know, and nice. like, yeah. and so I'm like, I gotta fucking, you know, Turn and and night. with that, you know, like, 
Yeah, and he stepped up his crowd work shit too. And I'm like, God, fuck you, man. You know, like, ah, you know, like, but now I'm like, ah. but at the same time, then then that's where personality becomes a thing. And I love mm. finding those things. It's like, yeah. well, that, what he's doing his, is his personality. What can I do that's my personality? And like, the big thing for me is just trying to live my personality as loud as I can yeah. and see who it resonates with. And if it don't resonate with you, that's cool. Like, but like things like Coachella is like, all right, how can I most aggressively be myself in this setting yeah. And, yeah and see who connects with it yeah are you nervous about coachella at all now only because of the dirt my voice i have a kind of a, uh, a flimsy voice okay. like as far as like I, i've i've really reined it in you like do warm-ups and stuff yeah 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 I, i've yeah, gotten yeah. all sorts of neurotic bullshit for it at this nice. point but I and mean, i haven't good. had my voice go out in a long time but it, there was a period where it went out a lot and and it so was you're losing it on tour kind of yeah damn and and oh, I, I wasn't really how, finishing how set happen? i have a vocal not i have like a i have an injury Oh, okay. nodule. What is it called? It, uh, yeah, it's a nodule. So yeah. it's like a little, it's a little uh, bend in in my vocal cords. And what happens with vocal cord failure is that when your uh, vocal cords can't close, is when they fail. So like, if you have a thing that's swollen, and it keeps swelling because you're pissing it off by yelling, eventually, it your vocal cord doesn't close, which then stops producing voice. Yeah. So what do you have to do? Uh, shut the fuck up. Not talking. <laughs> not talking. Rest your voice, man. Yeah. So like after a show, up. you can't talk. No honey, no tea. No. Now I do. Now I don't have the problem. Yeah. Oh, got it, got it. But I we played one show in Vegas. It was so embarrassing. We played Lions Law, and and uh, they were so kind to us. And I was like, I was so nervous about you know, like I was like, all oh, these guys from Reeks, like they're gonna fucking <laughs> you know, skinheads from from France. Or Lions Law. Yeah, 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 yeah. They're yeah. gonna hate us. And they were so kind, and they were like excited to see us. And then we played four songs, and my voice went out, and I was like, well. Oh. I fucking feel like an idiot. And I, I just walked outside the stage and out of the venue and left. Wow. I did not come back. I was I was like, nope. Had you done a bunch of like shows in a row leading up to No, no I was overconfident because it was a one-off. Oh, but I didn't my. realize the dry air oh, in, in yeah. Vegas was a thing. So I went too hard. Damn. So it was like literally, I, I was doing a ooh, 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 ooh. Like on a, at the end of Very High, it was the yeah. fourth song we played. It was It's not even a part of the fucking song. And I just blew my shit out. Damn. Embarrassing as fuck, man. There's nothing worse than like having people pay to see you and then you can't perform for them, man. Like and so now like my whole life has been building these neuroses around making the set be what it needs to be, you yeah. know. And it is really exciting to to do Phoenix first cuz my voice went out at that show and I ended up making our guitar player Will sing the rest of the set and I played guitar. Oh, nice. Uh cuz we're like, you know, like we got to fucking people paid for a show. Like obviously they also just would see Scowl at the time, but yeah. but you know, like we're headlining. There ain't no room for failure. So no, warm-ups it's, are so important. It's, it's succeed or yeah. death, you and know. Sleep so. too, water, sleep, rest, yeah. all that shit. Wait, so no tea? Uh, the, the, all that tea and honey work. shit yeah, it, it works it but can, like yeah. according to my singing make you coach weak. yeah singing coach says is don't speak now don't talk just don't talk if you're losing your voice just write notes don't say rest so that's it's what that rest. No Doubt song is about yeah it's about that song yeah it's yeah. about that <laughs> <laughs> I chew gum on stage because Dave Grohl does it oh, okay because he keeps your shit moist and lubricant whatever it's kind of silly because I, so I have a dry up yeah. yeah dry voice is a huge problem so Phoenix like desert climates especially because then they, they crank the ACs in the venues which is also really Worst. bad for your voice Worst. dude it's funny because like basically as you're singing you're set up for failure so things like Coachella are funny because it's in the desert, like dirt, massive dirt. People are like, wear a mask, and I'll wear a fucking mask on stage Fuck to keep my it. voice. Fuck, I don't give a shit. You have to. Is that is that part of going a tour? to my going to my Kanye mascara? No, no, just <laughs> just just one off. So I'm gonna weekends. be so fucking neurotic that whole time though. You gonna go home in between the two shows? Yeah, probably. Yeah, yeah. yeah. yeah, yeah. We're gonna we're gonna, so we're gonna go close. Coachella this year. We have to okay. go. Yeah. I've I've only been there once, but it was building the stages fucking ten years ago. It was the yeah. most brutalist job I ever had, man. 
working for Golden Voice. Yeah, my brother works for Golden Voice now. Nice. Yeah. That's so, it. I don't think he'll be working in Coachella, but he's building those go. building those stages are fucking crazy, man. That shit was fucking. All right, so life under the life under the sunny peas out January twenty sixth. No, no, li- under the sun under is the, the sun, is, son. is the Come on, son. A soft check my he's notes, got his son. Shit. He's got his shit together. Come on, life under the sun EP on the twenty sixth, and then uh, Manchester Orchestra song I listened to today is really fucking. It's really nice. Yeah, thank you. We're, yeah. But we're gonna. I don't know when this drops, but we're we'll, we'll be dropping a trailer soon. We did like a whole collaborative live session and documentary with manchester too wow oh you did wow yeah they, they're kind they're so generous like so so generous i don't know what we're gonna call it yet but yeah um we went out there and missy from mannequin pussy came out and so did christine from pool kids and we just did like a big family band thing and that's cool they, they played on multiple songs and like manchester played on every song and uh it was it was unreal unreal experience to see their musicianship and yeah like, was so inspiring like they scored movies and shit you know, know like crazy they, and they own a, a studio house it was crazy it was so beautiful and they let us they let us into their 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 home to yeah. do that you have another do you have any more dream collabs tons yeah tons i mean like i guess i don't know off top anymore uh, damon albarn's my my top i want to be on a gorilla song more than that's anything. cool oh, like gorillas gorillas was so influential like still to this day so influential so like if ever i can get in a room with with damon the thing is like i always feel like brendan is gonna beat me through every door right now (laughs) you know like 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 brendan like turns out so much bigger and i'm like oh come on we're we're a little more indie man put us on like uh gorillas would be sick yeah but i mean that that's like the ultimate dream is is uh is is to to get in a room with with damon in any way that's cool man Anyway, so possible. talented. Uh, what about Dream Tour? Like something to play with. Dream play. Tour. I mean, I'd probably be something like Foo Fighters at Ooh, this point. Like sick. Um, I can see that happening actually. Yeah. Like, like totally the thing is, I mean, I can't speak on all the stuff we have coming up, but you know, like we've 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 done so many things we never thought we'd be able to do. Like like we we did the Echo, and and I thought that was like yeah. I thought that was going to be us at the end of our life as a band. You know, like <laughs> like the idea of selling three hundred tickets. I was like, that's whoa, awesome. that's yeah. crazy. You yeah. know, like yeah. Um, and so everything it feels like we're living on borrowed time. And so it's and nice, and man. like you know, getting to do things like Ma- Manchester and and um, and the just having the generosity of bigger artists. You know, like and not only that, like my dream collaborations are a lot with with smaller artists. Like there's this band Lip Critic out of New York that that like is so fucking wild and they're on partisan records and like, they're just about to put out their first album. And, um, like I want to do something with them. And like, yeah. I've been really obsessed with the band liquid Mike from, from Michigan. And I love so many new bands, right? You yeah. Know, like, like, uh, it's just finding the, the, the next cool shit. Like that's just as exciting. Yeah. Cause you can learn just as much from a new artist as, as an old artist. So what are you finding? You're just looking at music, finding stuff through other people. They're telling you about bands <coughs> online, whatever. Yeah. I mean, just yeah. you see stuff pop up and, yeah. and if you pay attention, it's, it's out there for mm-hmm. you to, I'm to, always to listen, you know, yeah. I'm always searching for new shit. Always. Yeah. I definitely I more it. can be more jaded as just like, I don't like every new thing I hear, but yeah, then, then the I, things that I, click, I love looking, I love looking for it. The new things that click, click, yeah. you know, and, and then, and, and we get to fucking, if, if to do Dan Spencer from, uh, from, uh, Nashville, man, he's going to blow the fuck up. Okay. He's, uh, it's like country music. His new, he has some like full band music coming out. He kind of sounds like Bob mold. 
And, oh, uh, he has a song called Fat Vampire. It's going to drop, I think, in March. Fat Vampire. And it is, holy shit, what a song. Okay. Uh, I just had him over here with, with Shooter, and we were working on music. And, oh, nice. Uh, it's, it's dude, his, his shit's so awesome. He's going to blow up. How'd you link with Shooter? Uh, that was label stuff. The label was like, uh, he is a part of, uh, a producer for the parent company over at Loma Vista. And so, uh, our, the A&R was like, you should meet Shooter and, and hang out with Shooter. I met Shooter at a ghost party like nice. for, for their AMA win. So I was like, you know, <laughs> so random. it's funny. You get to go to all these like, you know, yeah. industry things and, and meet random motherfuckers. Like we punished, um, we punished, oh dude, I, I had to remember his name. Huge, huge record producer. He did Boxcar Racer. Mm, let's go, Chappelle. Is it? Um, That's a great record. Did we, did we see Homie on the Mountain? Rich Costi. Rich Costi is that? That's a producer, right? I think so. Yeah. So, I'm, I'm not sure. Like did, okay, that's produced by Jerry Finn. Time? That's not who I'm. No, Jerry Finn, rest in peace. Yeah, Knox Park. No. I think he fucking mixed it. No, that's um, Newfound Glory guy, Neil Averon. Oh, that's a different Neil. producer. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm pretty sure it's Rich Costi. Okay. Uh, God damn it! Boxcar, dude, I love Boxcar. Yes. Well, so that's how I did found. Did you see that tour? That's how what they're doing a tour? No, the tour back then with the used. No, did I not. was on that no, one. No. Yeah, it was a crazy tour. Uh, I I love that record. That's how I mean. Tom DeLonge is the reason that I know about Fugazi. Wow. Oh. So there was there was a concert booklet uh, that came like when I went to the Pop Disaster tour. There was a, a show booklet, and yeah. then it just said favorite bands, and they had Descendants and Fugazi in there wow and i was like fugazi what the fuck's that you know That's and then so then, cool. then i was trying to download it on limewire <laughs> limewire <laughs> yeah, you know shit. uh that's cool i always like to note too it's always funny to me i've never heard an american nightmare record and it's because uh when i got the atticus comp ampm was on there and i was obsessed with that song because it's the most aggressive fucking yeah, song yeah. i think but they must have just gotten sued or something because they're they're in the CD booklet, their website didn't exist. Couldn't find them on mm. LimeWire. And I've, to this day, never heard an American Nightmare what? record. That's fucking crazy. I only know that one. So. Wow. That's crazy. Shout out to Wes, man. Amazing human, man. Yeah. You can probably find the music. He's been right? on here. Yeah. Twice. You could probably find it where, it's, where to find American Nightmare online somewhere now, right? Yeah, I don't know. I definitely, yeah, I could definitely <laughs> find it. But at, at this point, it's I know it's not for me. Uh, you know what I'm saying? It's yeah, not the yeah, right yeah. time because that yeah. was fifth grade. You Damn. know, like, but I'm good. I'm glad that I didn't get into it then because yeah. I would have gone into it too early. But, you know. Damn. Do you have any uh, daily rituals? Walk. Yeah. Walk. You're a walker. Yeah. yeah. You, walk, you, you walked here. Walked yeah, I walked here. Walked seven miles that time talking earlier. About yeah, yeah. I, I love walking. Um, you coffee person? Try to Fake coffee. I, I drink the Starbucks <laughs> bullshit. <laughs> fake coffee. Uh, Who coffee? I like the sugar. I like sugar. Oh, yeah. Like <laughs> uh, and... Uh, walk write a song if i can nice, pick up man. a guitar like uh just go to the well as often as possible i think if you're not there to receive an idea then 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 the idea is unreceived mm -hmm. so it's like yeah. uh do that as as much as possible hang out with my girlfriend hang out with my cats oh you care a cat person yeah nice. i became a cat person some fucking hell you were a dog person before no uh not necessarily a dog person just not wasn't a, wasn't yeah, I was a cat never, person, I was never a cat person know? yeah like, i don't even think about now, cats really not really, man. No, yeah. they don't think about you either. Yeah. You know, my cast do not think about me, and I leave for a long. You know, I come back, and then they're like, "Who's this?" Yeah. Uh, what about social media? You spend a lot of time on there. Unfortunately, yeah, I'm in like the cycles of just like checking it. Yeah. Whether I'm not ingesting anything though, 
My favorite thing every night is getting stoned and looking at TikTok, though. Okay. Because that's where <laughs> I, I watch Fortnite streamers and I watch comedians. Yeah. And I watch podcast clips. Like that's nice. that's my shit. You know, like. Yeah. And that's I was I was I was obsessed with stand up before that, but then it like feeds you. You know, just yeah. where you're like, hit like on that person's clip that you like, and then you see more of them. And then yeah. It's interesting you say the podcast clips because there's people's clips. Uh, <laughs> there's some podcasts where. Their clips hit bigger than their than their than their stand up. Then their no, than their podcast. Yeah, oh, it's, it's crazy. They get, viral. they get more views on their clips than they do their actual. That's interesting, yeah. man. I gotta do your podcast. Yes, I told him about you it earlier. Let's know territory. I told him, yeah. If you got time before I leave, I'll, I'll yeah, pull when up. Yeah, you leave. Uh, the, a week from today. He'll okay. make it. Yeah. He'll make it happen. Yeah, we'll make it happen. For yeah. Sure. Happy birthday, man. Like, man, come on. Um, Why you do that, bro? What about uh? Do you check your DMs and stuff? Talk to people on there? Not talk. I check. I mean, like, there's. Uh, yeah, nah, it, it's, I've been, I've heard friends have stalkers and stuff. So I, I, I have started to get nervous about that element yeah. of just like inviting people. Cause I will be too kind. Con- like, Oh, I'll be too kind. That sounds like the corniest fucking thing. Anyone's ever <laughs> said. Uh, but you know, like I will allow people in for sure. And, Same. and then, yeah. and then, you know, then they respond to everything. It's too much. And you're like, okay. Uh, you know, like, I appreciate you, and and you do so. You do have to kind of keep that relationship to. Arms you have to keep the wall. The, boundary. Yeah, the, the boundaries. wall is yeah. important, you know. Um, and that's for both per- people's sanity yeah. because they might have an un- unreasonable expectation that you're going to be friends. Totally. And I just don't even have time to to, to, yeah. to you know like, I basically only work on things. Yeah. And then I go on tour, and then I come home, and I work on things. Yeah. And if you're not in the cycle of me working on something with you, you don't see me yeah, very you, often. Yeah, I love yeah. that. I love that. Uh, and it, it's the way I've it's the way my brain has always worked. It's just I'm so goal oriented, and so um, yeah, I try to not to give people the unreasonable expectation that we're going to be like great friends the homies, because because yeah. then they're just going to be disappointed. Yeah. What about yeah. like what about like reviews or like negative comments or stuff like that? Reviews I don't read. I don't read any press. Yeah. At this point, that's cool. Uh, I did a, a the antimatter zine. Yeah, and, and I, thought that, I thought the conversation was really amazing, so I might read He's that great. one. Um, love Norman, but uh, you know, it's it, I didn't read our pitchfork review. I've I've seen quotes from it. It's like it just it's yeah. it's removed from what I do. Yeah, that is a different thing. It yeah. is. A, it's yeah. It's very separate from what an artist is actually doing when you really think about it like you have someone like dissecting your shit in a way that's like why did you put that much th- i didn't even put that much thought yeah into it. yeah well, you know yeah if that, if that makes any sense and and you start playing with people's expectations of of your art and yeah. like it was actually kanye posted some uh, back and forth with somebody on um uh that he was just dming with i don't know who the fuck the person was <laughs> damn but but the person was like i wish you wouldn't be doing this type of stuff anymore but he goes he's like well this is what i want to make so go listen to the stuff you like because it's still there yeah, you yeah. know like i saw True. a couple people shitting on the new manchester song and they're like the original's great why would you do this and i'm like well the original's still there yeah. But I thought about yeah, responding. Yeah. I, I I almost responded like, "Well, listen quick, bitch. It's about to get deleted." <laughs> you know, like, uh, like, but but you know, like at the end of the day, this is what I want to do, and I'm not gonna let anyone else sway me out of it. In unless you know, like, if it's collaborators, whatever else, and they're like, "That's not a good idea." I'll listen. Yeah. But at the at the end of the day, like, I just have to follow my instinct, and I want to sharpen my toolbox by attempting new things. And so, like, that segue into the next new thing is like 
attempting to use my voice in this new way yeah. and seeing how I, I feel about it, seeing how the world feels about it. I don't have to ever do it again or I could do it every song forever. Yeah. It's, yeah. it's on me to decide if that's what I feel like creating, you know, it's like weird how people can get like, we are upset. Like, why'd you do that? It's like, we could uh, like, you know, I'm a human too. But yeah. I'm not you don't know me. Yeah. yeah I'm not yeah. a machine for you. Yeah. Like, I, I, that's how I like to think. It's like, I'm not a fucking machine. Yeah. Like, I, like this is what I wanted to fucking do. Yeah, totally. And so it's all about experimentation and finding what sticks in your, within yourself. Like nobody would have ever, nobody thought no labels wanted to sign military gun. Okay. You know what I'm saying? Like we had a a brief period where like, uh, probably the, all the obvious hardcore adjacent things that, that you would think came to the table. Yeah. But it was like, you know, we knew where we wanted to go outside of that world and no one in that world wants us. And now all those label heads are in our fucking Wow. DMs and being like, yeah, you know, like we, we, we fucked up. Interesting. You know, like, yeah. uh, but that's because we were playing music that, that didn't seem like it was going to hit, mm-hmm. you know, it's like, whoa, this fucking band with a, with a single, that's a minute and 52 seconds, yeah. you know, like, <laughs> like, uh, and so, awesome. but that was what I wanted to make. Yeah. And, and nobody, I, I think, I think what I had, that people didn't realize as far as like the, the like come up of military gun was I had a lot of goodwill because I had this podcast with Patrick Kinlan um, called, I don't care if this ruins my life. And all we did was talk about creativity and business. Okay. Like it was like about aspiration in a very outright earnest way. It was about aspiration, but I was playing in this hyper aggressive band that didn't speak to everybody. Mm -hmm. And then I started making more melodic music. Like, Oh, I've been wanting to like something that this guy does but I haven't yeah. liked any of it because yeah. it was too aggressive for me. And then you have the goodwill. And then we just kept making music that was just engaging to me. Yeah. And, and that was what it was, you know, like you could listen to a song like ain't no flowers and be like, what the fuck is this song? Mm-hmm. You know, like what genre is that? Like <laughs> there's a guy yelling over basically like blur song two like grunge guitars and then modest mouse parts. Nice, you know, and like, yeah, I like the T-shirt you guys did for that. Yeah, 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 and so it's like, you know, that that worked for my brain. Yeah, and that's all that mattered to me. And, I love that, man. And a lot of people didn't think it was good, and and then a lot, you know, like those people aren't a fan, so I don't care. Yeah. Well, they was the record on the new one. Uh, we're on a label called Loma Vista. Okay. It's like a really cool. It, the reason that they were the label I wanted to be with the whole time, they were the only label that we chased. And, you know, the reason for that being that it, it releases music the way that I listen to music. Okay. Like it has Action Bronson, Denzel nice. Curry. Oh, shit. Nice. Ghost. Um, wow. Like Soccer Mommy. Uh, yeah. Show Me the Body. Oh, shit. Okay. Like, like so Damn. it's very diverse. Margot Price. Like, it's like that's cool. this super diverse label. And um, that's the way I listen to music. And that's the way I curate music. And that's the way we're going to curate tour lineups yeah and like i love that uh and and so because of that that seemed like the right fit yeah you know? that's cool i love action bronson yeah i love yeah I've, I've been in love with bronson forever so it was that's cool that'd hopefully be cool. i meet him someday that'd be cool package you guys playing with him that'd be interesting yeah, yeah. i always wonder if that shit works we we're supposed to do we we're supposed to do a label showcase in london last year for outbreak but it didn't end up happening but it would have been show me the body uh michi darko uh us Denzel Curry yeah. and and fucking play the boys a and Damn. it would have been incredible but it didn't end up happening. Fuck. Is Outbreak one stage? Uh, that was two stages. Oh, it's two. Yeah, it's yeah. a sick festival, oh, man. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 
And Very I always cool. see footage there. I always want to go. Yeah. I, I'm going to go sometime. I'm going to yeah. play it one day. Yeah. Are you an uh, optimist or pessimist? I'm an optimist. I mean, I'm I'm outwardly pessimistic about the state of the world. Yeah. But I but but I my thing is about finding the positivity in it. Is like I know the world's ending. Like yeah. <laughs> I'm gonna have as good of a time as I can and and try to put out as much positivity as I can for for the period that I got the mic. You know, yeah. like that, you seem like you keep it well balanced. Yeah. Totally. Yeah. I mean, well, coming from what I came from is not, yeah, this is all fucking, yeah. this is all bonus, man. Yeah. Like, like I, this wasn't meant to happen for me and my family. Like it, it was that I should have killed myself, you know, like, like it, on paper, it, 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 on paper yeah. like there yeah. was no reason for me to believe it would ever get better. And through positivity and through just working hard, like we, we got it. But, um, and help, you know, I'm very privileged. I'm very privileged. You know, I'm a white man, and and I and, yeah. and I fucking got some fucking, you know, money at one point in my life, and I used it. And so yeah. it's like that. That's where I'm at. And yeah. so I'm gonna keep using it, and I'm gonna keep trying to do the best to spread that wealth. Yeah. So the so skateboarding and music probably definitely saved your life. Skateboarding it's been saved very my life. Therapeutic for you hands too. Down, yeah. 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 At that time, just being able to go outside and 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 have the sunlight, you know, yeah. like yeah. it was you you undervalue that shit. If you are depressed, go for a walk. And it's I'm not saying team. I'm not saying it it solves everything. I'm not saying you don't need it's, meds. It's something I'm not different. saying nothing nothing like that. I'm not telling you how to live, but start there. That's the best start you could ever have. Put music in your ears. Put music in your ears and go on a damn walk. Mm. And that can change your life. And I noted the other day. It's good for you. Yeah. So good. Yeah. I noted the other day, like we're we're we were doing the 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 session with Mannequin Pussy and and Manchester Orchestra. And I just I I asked, I was like, Do you like singing? To to Missy from Mannequin Pussy. And and she kind of had like an answer where it took her a second to like say (laughs) yes that she likes singing, you know? But I was like, I love singing. Cause singing can change my day. Yeah. Like, like to, to get in the car, you can have a shit day and you just fucking belt out a song. That is, beautiful. that's beautiful. Yeah, man. And, and, yeah. and so the, the powers of singing and, and going for a walk, like, you know, through the pandemic again, like very, that song, this song, don't pick up the phone when you're on drugs. Like that song is about me considering killing myself at that moment. Wow. A lot of these songs are about, you know, like life under the gun, you know, like, yeah. uh, all roads lead to the gun. Like it was, it's very meant to be ominous and dramatic and, and, um, it's an active choice in not doing and choosing to stay to choosing. to Yeah, live. yeah, for sure. And so those, those things taking a walk is choosing to live and singing a song is choosing to live. And so I, I try to make that conscious decision as often as possible. Dude, I love that. I love that you're here to tell that story and talk to us about it. Man. Yeah. You're still alive. I'm trying to write a song called I won't murder your friend. That 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 that's I'm trying to make an anti, not an anti-suicide song, mm. but you know, like, cause that's what it is, you know, like, yeah. like at the end of the day, you're killing someone's friend, yeah. and and, and like Tony Bourdain, like ever the way that people talk about him and his suicide, like, uh, you know, that that's always really affected me, and 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 so like you know, David, uh, I think it was David Cho said it. he's like, you, I got that fucking asshole murdered my friend. Mm. Yeah, you know, and wow. ever since then, I was like, "Damn, that's I'm deep. not trying to it's heavy, dude. Like, like if of it like that, if I murdered either. your friend, you'd be pissed at me, you yeah. know? Yeah. Like, yeah. like that, that's fucked up. So, I'm, so that that's my thing is is trying to. That's my goal right now. I was writing a song called "I Won't Murder Your Friend." Is like, how do I say it in the, the not cheesy way? Yeah, I think it's a hard title, and wow. great and great point. 
never this thought is, of that. Yeah, that, I never thought of that. Like that before, yeah. Yeah. So. Do, you, do you go to therapy and stuff or no? Uh, I was I was always put into therapy when I was a kid because I we were, I was a considered at risk youth. Yeah. So like some of my earliest memories are being in play therapy with the you know in the sandbox with the fucking therapist. Yeah. Uh, so I always learned to externalize my feelings. I wasn't always amazing at it, but through all that, I haven't been in therapy since 2019. But um, through all that, you know, I just can externalize. I could put the the uh, the other person in the room, you yeah, know, yeah, of yeah. like, yeah. how does someone else view this situation? Am I being ridiculous? Am I not being ridiculous? You yeah. Know? And I, I'm not quick to, I'm quick to internal anger, but not external anger. I love that, man. <coughs> Damn, this is awesome, huh? This is great. Happy birthday, guys. I know, right? Both you guys. Yeah. yeah. Any, any final questions for him? No, I just, I, 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 what's crazy about like just meeting him, I feel like I connect with him so much. Yes. Yeah, yeah, I'm excited to go see your I'm shit, like, man. Like yeah. You person. literally posted that. Fo- so the background, of, my background here is I know you from TikTok. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> I know you from TikTok. Those viral clips. I see your clips and I and I like them so they pop up more. Oh, you yeah, know? Yeah, yeah. Uh I might have even commented like trapped under ice on one of them oh, or really? something. Yeah, 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 like uh cuz there's one where you have people the tra- always T-U-I shirt on. on my shirts cuz yeah. I wear I, all I wear is band. You're I love, his, I love repping people's merch. Yeah. Like you're you in his algorithms. But you yeah, yeah. but you posted a photo the other day and tagged us where you're wearing the military gun and, yeah. and it's one of these things where Yes, I was. Where uh Dude, I mean, like the community. You know, I'm talking about. Yeah. I was talking about all those bands. Uh, totally. You know that that we've all been around each other for a long time. But now there's all these other people in all these other fields. You know, there's directors out there. There's yeah. comedians. There, there's all these people, and I love the comedy scene. So like, yeah. just to know that anyone fucks with us in that scene is like, oh shit! Like that. That was me yeah, going, yeah. oh shit! Cool. I fucking sent you a DM. It says you don't re- accept DMs on there. Like it, it oh, popped damn. up with a thing. But I was literally, I didn't realize that you had just posted. And so I was like, oh, shit, Chavales, he did it. I'm going to send him a DM right now. Did what? And it was 24 what? seconds after you posted. I hit unsend. What? Because what I was like, because I was like, I was. you just posted you in our fucking hoodie. Oh, and, yeah, so, yeah. and so, and I didn't realize it was, you posted it 24 seconds ago when I was sending it. That is so like, Because I instantly was just like, like, yo, what's up? We should hang out. You know, yeah. like. <laughs> Cause we don't like follow people and shit, so it's yeah, like yeah. I, I, I always gotta pay respect in that moment. For sure. It's and nice. so like Jacoby Shaddix fucking followed us. Like That's anyone dope. who He's follows us, I hit him immediately. Yeah. To be like, yo, That's you know, so like cool. like you're a part of my musical fabric, whatever. Just yeah. just to, to to pay that respect. Yeah. And not because you know sometimes people get hung up. Oh, that person cool guy, me this, blah blah yeah, blah. Yeah, and like yeah. the biggest motherfuckers in the world have that those hangups. Totally. And mm-hmm. so I just be like. I'm gonna instantly shoot my fucking what's Shot. up. I respect you. That's it. Yeah, you know. Yeah, and yeah, so no, like, I respect the hell yeah. That's that's tight. cool, man. <laughs> and so you, and we're neighbors now. Yeah, yeah it's cool. He's in the hood. Like so you walked crazy. here. Yeah, yeah. I feel like you could do a part two with you though. We're, we're gonna co- we'll pull up with our, when RJC record yes. comes out. We'll, we'll yeah. come with I me and my brother. Yeah. But it's great to meet you and fucking yeah, hear so many things about your band and my wife. It's like yeah, nice to have you here, man. I'm stoked to see you guys do next. We're definitely gonna try to come to Coachella. Me and Chappelle. She has the record somewhere. Yeah, my wife yeah. has the record. Yeah, yeah, oh, yeah. yeah. So, she loves it too. Yeah, yeah. But yeah, I'm stoked to see you guys. So it's just the EP. Then a new record comes out next year, a full length maybe or no? We're writing. Yeah. We're writing. It's all. It's going to be a process. Um, yeah. But yeah, yeah. I mean, right now it's about kind of going back into the songs and just showing what else is in there. Like, yeah. All the lyrics are really melancholic, but we make them poppy. So it was it's fun nice. to go in and and just be like. Nah, they're sad as fuck. Though. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> you know who else is really good at Goo Goo Dolls? They're really good at that. Yeah, oh yeah. yeah, they're really good at that. Yeah, <laughs> I mean, Hey Jealousy is one of the best of all all time. Right, Goo Goo Dolls is no, Hey Jealousy. Uh, that's, uh, 
Hold on, Love Goo Goo Dolls, hometown, dude. Home, that's the Hometown Heroes. Uh, Jimmy Jim World? Oh, Jim Blossoms. Jim Blossoms. Okay. Yeah, Jim Maybe Blossoms. I don't know that much about Goo Goo. I, I mean, I'm just showing it right now. But <laughs> no. I thought Hey Jealousy was in. No, but you're, no. you're in a good place now with your life and your lady and dude, music. I'm and, loving it. I'm, yeah. I'm in such a, such a positive place and, awesome, and, and feel so enriched every day. You my know? man has more than $15 now. Yeah, yeah dude. Way more than 15 Look at his jacket. <laughs> that jacket. Yeah, she's chilling I know, so now. I saw the stone. See, I got the problem. I got the, the, the sickness of, of spending the money on the clothes so that to prove that I got the wealth and then you don't got the wealth no more because you got the clothes. Yeah. <laughs> it's funny. So I'm like, like, you walked problem. here in that jacket. I walked here in the jacket. I love that. I, I fucking know. love that. I always think about getting a Stone Island jacket that I'm like, yeah. we'll pull it to the store. Well, what's know, right? what's the vibe with that? Is it Oasis? What is British, it? British, yeah, yeah, yeah. Ah. It's an Italian brand, but, Italian, but, but fucking British yeah, motherfuckers love it. Yeah. yeah. Damn. Mm -hmm. We happy, Chappelle? Yeah. It's the best birthday perfect. gift. Yeah, you motherfucker. I love you, man. <laughs> I knew you'd be so psyched at this one, man. It's awesome. The, you're like, this guy's here. And I was like, what? Got the food here. Yeah. Yeah. That's the only downside. What? Yeah, you're still I hungry. Was really, yo, yeah. I know. I was ready to eat. I know. And you have to go do your thing now, too. Yeah. Um, thank you, Ian, for being yeah, there. I appreciate you, so you man. Everybody can check out Military Gun Online, yes. Instagram, everywhere. Um, don't DM Ian. Come see us on tour. Yeah, Ian's too busy. Be checking his DMs and shit. He's, not, he's really living his life, making yeah. music. Yeah. Shout out to Justice. Shout out to Chappelle Lacey. Yeah. Um, and the new record's Shooter out. Jennings. Shout out to Shooter. Shooter. Yeah, 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 yeah. Get him on here. I will. Thank you for being there, brother. Yeah, thank you. Peace. I always ask my guests if they have any regrets. I personally don't have any regrets. Even when it comes to my tattoos, I have the silliest tattoos. Even my ET on my leg, it's still a childhood memory for me, and I love it. I've had tattoos on top of tattoos strictly because I wanted more tattoos. I started getting tattoos when I was 18, I'm 52 now, and I can't stop. I've had lazy treatment before on something on my arm. It's four tattoos on top of each other. And that experience at that place was pretty fast. It was pretty cold. It was in and out, swiped the credit card. Don't really tell me much. Didn't give me much details or anything was going to happen. So I never went back. So as of most recently, I'm so lucky enough to have had two sessions at Removery Tattoo Removal. My tattoo on my arm looks like a big black blob is now super light. I've had two sessions. I have a long road ahead of me. None of this stuff happens overnight. You cannot take a tattoo up in one sitting. You have to be patient and it's painful. They ice you up. It's super fast. To me, it felt like a bunch of rubber bands. But what's more painful than that is looking at something on your body that you think you're stuck with for the rest of your life. That sucks. But now for me, I'm really happy I started this journey. I'm slowly going to get this tattoo removed. I never thought in a million years I have any kind of real estate on my arm. I don't even know what I want, but it's exciting. I'm so honored to announce that One Life, One Chance podcast is now with Removery. I have a code. Use TobyH20 and get $100 off your first session. Call 866-934-4570 or go to removery.com. One of the most experienced tattoo remover companies in the world. Over 600,000 remover treatments done. 100 locations. U.S., Canada, and Australia. State-of-the-art peak-away laser technology. Cryotechnology to reduce any discomfort. This is so exciting for me because all I do in these podcasts is talk about tattoos. From day one, if you've been listening to this podcast, we talk about tattoos, talk about getting removed, talk about getting covered up. So this is such a perfect fit for me. Once again, go to removery.com or call 866-934-4570. Use my code TOBYH20 and get $100 off. These guys are located everywhere. Try it out.